You're listening to a High Voltage Radio Network podcast. Find more at HighVoltageRadio.com. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're a monster! It's time to dance when nobody's got a leash, so they're saying. You're a monster! You gotta eat, but nobody wanna feed you, they say. You're a monster! You're trying to play, but they want you in the cage, but they say. You're a monster! They try to dance, until your dying day you remain. I'm Mortimer's the guy who was born with horrible deformities Portions of my mind are abnormal, normally war and peace So it's unfortunate being born as the warranty My parents had an animal on their hands at the forum But my decorum that I maintain Made it so I'm well behaved, made it so I'm sheltered, saved Held up in a wealthy cage, mellow with unhealthy rage Telling fellas self-fulfilling prophecies I swell and shake and jealous I'm uncontrollable, lyrics they're unquotable Notice how I'm flowing, don't you hear me? How I'm pulling is a venom from a cobra I'm hissing in my vocal booth, I must the flown the coop, you're missing me, and so confused. The chupacabra, I'm chewing bars and I spew them out. Cruel and inhumanly brutal, lunacy is fueling sound. All these civilized types think I goof around, but this instinct thrives in a zoo of bad. It's time to dance when nobody's got a leash, so they say. You're a monster! You gotta eat, but nobody wanna feed you, they say. You're a monster! They try to play, but they want you in a cage, but they say. You're a monster! They try to Till your dying day you remain I can't believe I'm a caged beast to feed us and staying weak I need to fillet beasts and need them to stay me Cause lately, I've been feeling like I'm pacing Back and forth, Matt's a morbid animal restrained And these people trying to tame me, keep me in chain See, actually I'd rather have them slay me than slay me My mandible above a mandel brandish in my fang teeth Anything but banish in my taste, but it hates me I yak gravitas, rapping passes for madness I'm actively reacting to having passionate habits Tongue in a track, bumping it, thumping like jackrabbits Or pummeling something under the thunderous feet of flat ashes I need to roam free, there's no domesticating me You adults don't owe me poachers Animal control can't hold me My soul told me I'm a monster, I know me Beast on the beast when nobody's got a leash So they say You're a monster You gotta eat, but nobody wanna feed you They say You're a monster I won't run, see I tunnel into tough beats I know nothing, I'm ferocious and hungry So I'm going through the motions So you play the most dangerous game and come hunt me I won't run, see I tunnel into tough beats I know nothing, I'm ferocious and hungry So I'm going through the motions So it's time to dance when nobody's got a leash So they're saying You're a monster You gotta eat but nobody wanna feed you They say You're a monster they try to play, but they want you in a cage, but they say You're a monster! They try to teach you until your dying day you remain You're a monster! It's time to dance when nobody's got a leash, so they say You're a monster! You gotta eat, but nobody wanna feed you, they say You're a monster! They try to play, but they want you in a cage, but they say You're a monster! They try to teach you until your dying day you remain You're a monster! In 
this corner. He's known as the Slamborghini. That's right. He breaks walls at 198 pounds. Give it up for our intern on the Robin Slim Show. Fuck yeah. What is going on, guys? What up, fuckers? <laughs> Bitches. Hollywood Christian Live. This kicks off like two months straight of live guests. Yep. And you're oh, yeah. first, Christian. I'm honored. So if this gets like a bad, this is going to set the whole two months off badly. So you got Dude, a, lot that's a lot on your shoulders, bro. That's a lot bro. of pressure, that's a bro. great responsibility. You're setting the bar for all the other yes, with great guys. powers comes great responsibility. That's right. And you're kicking it off with a live boxing match. Yes. With Slim at, uh, what is it, 6.30? 6.30 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be the fight of the century. It's going to be. Fight of the century. It's yep. going to be. This i got to like, lay the rules yeah, down later. I guess after next break, I'll lay the rules down. And this we'll is do like smack talking. Diaz. McGregor has nothing on this. Yeah. <laughs> this is like that fucking asshole that got a uh, pizza commercial after he beat uh, Mike Tyson when he had like the flu. Mike Tyson had the flu. And <laughs> McNeely, I think his name was. I don't remember Some that. chubby white guy that beat him. Like, yeah, Tyson just was, had the flu or some shit. <laughs> and went in the ring and like accidentally like lost. <laughs> Fuck, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. It's going to be great. Everybody's excited for it. Everybody. Yeah, I just shared it on my wall and it got 15 likes. Pete's been training him with yeah, his dick yeah. for like oh, yeah. he's been <laughs> a week. Dick slapping me out of nowhere. No, no, I've been hanging. Week. I've been suspending. <laughs> I've been suspending the uh, punching bag from my dick. Oh, I thought you were hanging like punching. two liters from your, your dick. <laughs> and he was just slapping it. No, it's the entire punching oh. bag, babies. You should have did the Mike Tyson training too. He used to smack his um. He used to box his tiger's balls. <laughs> Bengal tiger. He kept caged when he when he had all the money from it. Yeah, he kept the tiger. What did he say too? He also uh, said, "Who was that? Robin Givens, the one he went to jail for beating yeah. or whatever." He said he he never threw a punch harder in the ring than when he hit her. <laughs> Fuck. Well, you went on. You went on like. Like a Rocky Three vacation, you went up I to did. the mountains and trained. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. All I week. trained in the mountains yep. all week. By watching uh, TLC. TLC, yeah. <laughs> a lot of catfish for, and fat broad. For, for yeah. a whole day, for reality shows. like eight hours. Uh, my friend Lindsay loves reality TV, so I just let her watch her reality okay. TV shows. No, and uh, you're not allowed. I've never, I don't, I don't watch what reality TV, so like I'm familiar with some of these shows. I haven't watched anything since uh, the original Survivor and... Uh, what was it? There was like the Jersey Shore. Like it had been like a long time till I yeah. saw it. And then one day I had nothing to do. It was raining and like a marathon was on. And I'm like, okay. I watched a couple to see how stupid it was. And like this show's great. <laughs> it's stupid, but it's fucking entertaining as fuck. She was watching Big Brother at one point, and I'm like, I feel like I heard that yeah, came back. I watched the original, and I it sucked. Yeah, and I uh, tried getting on the original, and they they picked, of course, some like typical Guido from like. Yeah, Sayerville. that's all it is. Yeah, that's all they want what, from what, Jersey. What is that? Big Brother. You I live have in a house. no clue. You live in a house, but like, yeah, you're I like swear... stuck in a house, and you have all these games to play, and it's just like you voted off, just like. But, but watch... somebody said it got better, like in the past. It sounds years. fucking stupid. I watched uh, like and it was originally, I guess, a British one, like a show, and it was really good. They say the first one, but the first one in the states sucked. So it's just people in a house. I don't even know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and you I have like three. You only episodes. have a certain amount of food and a certain amount of yeah. water. You're allowed. You're allowed to bring uh, at least on the first one. You're allowed to bring like three items, like whatever you want, whatever three items you want. So like a carton of cigarettes and like a carton of cigarettes, a carton of cigarettes, like whatever, whatever uh, three you pick. 
I felt like I needed a manual just to understand what was going on in this show. Is it a show. lot of like? I'm, I'm it's really weird. Is it's there a lot of confessionals? This, like, it's like yeah. all this weird lingo, and they're talking about game and strategy, and then like it's just it's it's weird. It's really bizarre. I'm like I feel like I'm watching something in a different language without the subtitles. No clue what so the hell's like going on. So it's like listening to you to talk about, uh, about like uh, comic books. Yeah, it's like, like listening. Like, it's like, yeah. Fuck is this TikTok? <laughs> yeah, pre pretty much. <laughs> that, that's exactly how that feel was. But anyway, so um, at one point we're watching a uh, catfish, and um, have you ever catfished anybody? I no. I was thinking about that real quick. I want to make a computer program, and I want the login to be: Are you catfish? Yes or no? And whenever you pick, you get booted out of it. So, so I need an IT guy. I need a program. Whatever the fuck it is, that's a login. Are you catfish? And yeah, whatever you choose, it just boots you out. That is amazing. Oh, fuck whoa. yeah. So this is my first time watching Catfish. Is it like and the song? Yes, it is exactly like the I song. I love it, that fucking it's song. It's these two guys, and they're these cool dudes, and what they do is they, they find uh, dudes or girls who are talking to somebody online that they've never met, and they go and they uh, introduce you to the person. They hunt them down. They find out who they really are, and you meet up with them. The only episode I saw was with this dude who sweared for are the past catfish? for the past six years hey, yeah. he's been in a long distance relationship with Katy Perry. LD. <laughs> <laughs> he swears that he's been talking to Katy Perry for six years. And these guys are like, dude, there's no way you're talking to Katy Perry. And he's like, no, I am talking to Katy Perry. I love Katy Perry. And I know because I've been listening to her songs and she leaves hints about me in her songs. What and a dude, fucking moron. He's fucking nuts. And finally, so they track down this... Uh, girl from England named Harriet, who's a lesbian, turns out to be a lesbian, who's been just playing this dude for six years. He's never talked to her on the phone, he's never Skyped with her. Oh, he said he did talk to her, like, once on the phone, but she had a phone from, like, Canada. Something ridiculous. Six years this went on. Sweetie was in love with her, they take him down, they're like, look, we found the girl. And uh, they show him pictures of her, and, and he's like, that's not her, that's not, I'm talking to Katy Perry. I had audio then, of her when they met. <laughs> You fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Somebody needs my over here, ugly face, and snatch it. She was nice. She was yeah. nice. They, I can't believe Katy Perry said that shit. They fly <laughs> this dude out to, to England to meet this girl. So she lived in England? Yeah, she lived in England. Wasn't that where Russell Crowe, her boyfriend, lives? Russell <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. So yeah, that could have been true. Yeah, yeah. It could have been true, yeah. It is true. And so, <laughs> Are you drinking so a frozen he, block of ice tea, Pete? He, he, <laughs> he meets this girl, and this girl admits to him that, like, yes, I've, I'm Katy Perry. I'm the one that's been emailing. And he still doesn't believe her. And he starts asking her, like, well, we talked about having kids. What are my kids' names? And she names them. And he looks at the two guys. And he's like, no, this, this isn't her. And they're like, what, did she get the names? Wrong. He's like, no, no, she got the first two right. She got the last one wrong. And he's like, he's like, Katy Perry is punking me. I think Katy Perry, because of how long I've talked to her, would like to do this to like punk me. And it's just so ridiculous, what man. A, it's pretty pathetic, really. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> Did he watch the show? It's all like Sean Vogelgott. It's like Sean Vogelgott. Sean Vogelgott. Oh, who's he in love with? Uh, uh, Selena, Selena Gomez. Gomez. Yeah. And he said he referred to her as his girlfriend. Yeah. He was just a psychopath, though. Where is that? Where is Chicken Boy? Selena Gomez. Know. Did he open his own, like, chicken shack? Or? I think so. I thought he was going to be a lawyer. He's got the John county chicken stand. John Bacocock, <laughs> attorney at law. I got you guys for pre-fights. 
Ooh. Centrum oh. Vitamins. Cool Mints. Oh. You each get one because it came free on a coffee. <laughs> it was stuck what on are, my coffee. What is it? It's a vitamin? Yeah, it's vi it's. So you crush it up and snort it, right? Yeah. There's one. And there's <laughs> one. And it'll fix some's breath, too. <laughs> cool Mint Vitamins. Refreshingly yes, multivitamin. I put Slim on a diet of raw of eggs. Oh, wait, what was he eating? Is raw he still eating, like, All raw egg 12 ones. raw eggs? Yeah. Are they good? <laughs> no. Ah, oh, I thought they are. They chalky. Yeah. Yeah, they're ah. chalky. And I got, yeah. if anybody gets hurt, an instant ice, ice pack. pack. You need an the instant, instant ice, ice pack. pack. So I only got one, so. I'm just going to lay a steak on my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. I just Fuck got back to a frozen fish. We could put fish on your Why are face. you guys fighting? What is the backstory? Like, did he rip you off? And I uh, was making a, a Mongolian porn and didn't <laughs> give you your royalties? Or yeah. why Why is this going down? Well, the actually, I am. You're right. I am fighting royalties. on behalf of Slambo. But he's our producer, too. Like, did you, did you guys get pissed off at each other in a meeting? Because I'm too cool to go to those fucking meetings you guys have. <laughs> well, I don't go to fucking, like, see. that shit. Well, you see, it was the um, the proceed the proceeds and uh, profits and what? Yeah, the margins and the Nasdaq. The margins right? and the Nasdaqs <laughs> from the Mongolian from the Mongolians, the dynasty. Listen, the, the Dow Mongols. the Dow Jones took a dive. Fuck it's not yeah, my fault. it's not my fault. Fuck yeah, but that's why yeah, well. Slim is pissed at you. And tonight we're gonna see who's gonna right, settle, who's yes. wrong. If the fucking if the stock market was right or if Slim's fists are right, <laughs> you have you have the show to fucking uphold. Yes. And you gotta defend the show. And you gotta right. defend the show, because you're our producer. Right. So, you're both defending the show. Right. We're fighting for honor. Fight the, the show, the show is in civil war. Yes. So, <laughs> so, like a nation my, fight. My, my plan going into this fight is that whenever I throw a punch, I'm just gonna picture Slim's face. I thought you did that anyway. Yeah, right. exactly. You're gonna see exactly. my face. So. That's exactly right. Yes. Right. Cause Fuck like, yeah. Pete, you went camping? Mm -hmm, yeah. How, how was that? That oh, was awesome. Did you pitch a tent? Did you? I pitched a tent. Like fires. Lit a fire. I killed bears. <laughs> Use a whole jar of ass. My bare hands. Yeah, your bare hands. No, what'd you do though? Did you like? You probably like chopped wood and shit. You. Like, yeah, I was chopping wood. Oh, that's what I ask. You should have got um. At work, could you have gotten, like, a hornet's nest to throw in the ring for the fight? Oh, <laughs> shit. You know, if you had asked me, like, a week ago, I could have Fuck. brought a jar to capture a hornet's nest. But how, how long did you go camping for? Oh, just, like, two two days, really. Two days. That first day you went was hot. That's why I texted yeah, you. Man. I was like, dude, are you? did you go? It was yeah. rainy. It was hot and rainy. Yep. But then you said it was supposed to get nice, and then, yeah. Yep. I, like, I don't know, when I went out in the morning... When I woke up, I'm like, it's fucking beautiful. That was manly as fuck. Even my one buddy even shit in the uh, river. Nice. nice. Oh, yeah, like... The fucking turd did, like, a somersault <laughs> to the surface. <laughs> and then it just fucking, like, submarine back <laughs> We're all laughing. <laughs> my late Uncle Carmen had a fucking fishing story where one of the guys had a shit and just went off the back of the fucking boat they were on. <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> or it like brushes up the other guy against the other guy's <laughs> leg. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. There's a fish in this uh, pond. <laughs> somebody should have had to scoop it up with their hand and like. Dude, it was long and gone. Smear it as war paint. <laughs> it was long gone. It went like far. Like <laughs> you should have got a video of it, <laughs> of it floating away. I did not have my phone on me at you the time. Otherwise, I would. It. It, it was pretty epic. Who's on tonight? 
Ooh, we got uh, Rob from Robot Heart. You watched this one? I did. I, I watched, watched this one. Boys. I really liked it's it. Cool, it was really man. Cool. I think like yeah. it would be something like Spielberg would do almost. Mm. Like that's a cool fucking yep. movie. Uh, he made it for a hundred dollars, a hundred dollar budget in um, college, and that's why I would, like I'll say it again later. But uh, I thought it was gonna be like a forty minute, twenty minute short movie. It was an hour and forty five yeah. minutes or something. It was great. And we got Ricky. He used to do Two Broke Gamers, and I think now he's hosting uh, his own Smash Brothers tournament. I think last we talked to him, he was running it for somebody. Okay. And now he's actually that, got yeah. his own. Cool. Uh, Jason Canning, voice actor and comedian. He's it's fucking awesome. awesome. Yeah. And he went back to, uh, I thanked him profusely, because he, he was supposed to be in L.A. this time of year, but he got, got to go back to England. So it's going to be like one in the morning when he calls. Oh, wow. So I was like, dude, thank you. Because yeah, like the last awesome. time, it didn't work out because he was in London. Uh, in England or whatever, and then, yeah. He's so. done some big-name stuff, too. Like, he was in Lego <laughs> Star Wars. He did Krang in the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It, that was, it, wasn't the, um, awesome. it wasn't the regular show. It was uh, an online-only, like, little short oh, cartoon. Because okay. I thought, like, when the boys were up, they loved that. we loved that show, and I got them DVDs, and I didn't get to watch the last of the, <laughs> the one section or whatever. And uh, the boys said, they told me there was a good Krang, so I'm thinking maybe that's... Uh, Jason, so I messaged him. I'm like, dude, were you the good crank? Because they don't know what an English accent is. I'm like, did he have an English accent, guys? And they didn't know. And right. my dad couldn't remember, but he said it was good. And uh, he's like, no, but they just released it on YouTube. And I watched it. It's, it's fucking cool. Yeah. It's a short, and it's by one of the guys that did the original. It looks more like the original series, like yeah, cartoon. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. And um, so yeah, he's on, and uh, it's just his stand up is fucking hilarious. He's got a whole uh, bit on how. Uh, when he went to L.A., he, they have an extra season that he never knew of, which is fire season. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Ian Thomas Ganahl or something. He's a comedian. He was funny. We watched his shit earlier. Yeah. Then we got Julian Lang... Lang Langness? Langness, I think. I think. He it's it's a uh, Norwegian. I know it's... He's fucking cool. Yeah, he's cool. Fist fights I, I read with Muslims his, in Europe. I read his book. His I really book. enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah someone's telling me awesome. about it. And then... We have Radio Ralph yeah. from the Exploded Show. <laughs> hi -o! Really, why? I, lo I, I love that we... we and I'm going like... to rename us the Slam Exploded Show. Slam Exploded Show. the best goddamn fucking thing on the internet, motherfucker! I love that you went above. You went above the Exploded guys. You were like, no, nah, we don't want you guys. We want the man behind the man. I want the man the behind the man yeah. behind the man. <laughs> the man holding the man's head down and canoodling his tookies. I heard he I heard Radio Ralph scripts the whole show for them, too, and, and they scrubs. just read. He scrubs them all down. He, like, hazmats everybody and showers them and fucking defunks them all. Picks ticks and eats them and shit, everything. He does... He does it all, Multitasks. <laughs> he does more. Oh, nobody could do more than Hollywood Christian. No. He's fighting a fucking boxing match. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> hardcore. That's a good way to second episode of the season and we're fighting each other already. Fuck that's yeah. amazing. Next week, someone's going to be putting his hand in a hot wa waffle iron. <laughs> yes, I am. So stay tuned. I'm ordering the most expensive waffle iron, too, I want the because... Mickey Mouse one. That <laughs> <laughs> makes the Mickey Mouse fucking uh, waffles. You have a cool scar. Uh, yeah. yeah. You have Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse it's branded scar. on your ass, cheeks. <laughs> That's next week. Live branding. <laughs> <laughs> got the metal hangers? Of course, Slim does. He performs... Uh, Backyard abortions on the I fucking do. side, if anybody's interested. <laughs> that should be a new one. Uh, Backyard abortions by the Slamborghini. <laughs> I don't care, baby. 
I'll take a fetus out of your colon, baby. <laughs> Jelly, baby. He's fucking ripping it out, taking a bite of it, just slapping the bitch with the fucking fetus and shit. Oh, fuck. I can't believe they allow you to air that on IPM Nation every weekend. Oh, they do. That, they got some good programming, IPM Nation. That's probably why we can't get top ten, because... Lamborghini's abortion hours. <laughs> fucking killing right. in the ratings. Shit. And, and I heard that's why we got kicked off that other fucking network. Oh, Randall's the, network. I, but we're still on the Facebook group, which yeah. I noticed like a couple days ago. It's like, yeah, Randall posted uh, a picture of Dungeons and Dragons and whatever radio network group that was. <laughs> piece of shit. Four people are fucking in. I, I think I unliked it. I'm pretty fired. sure I went and unliked it. Oh, yeah, I unliked yeah. it too, but I think... But our actual page probably still likes it, maybe? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. That could um, be what it was. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking care. I don't give a <laughs> shit about that faggot. Remember his sweet... Did he have a sweet, like, cartoon picture of himself on his... Yeah, his yeah, he did. Was he balding yeah. and had a fucking, like... Little gay ponytail or something. <laughs> yep. That's what you need to do. Growing a little gay ponytail. A little gay ponytail. Yeah. Thing with a man bun. Start it yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna have Slambo start helping. He's gonna shave around where the yes. ponytail is gonna grow. I hope this ends up like Apollo and Rocky Three for you, Slim. <laughs> You've never seen a Rocky, I've right? Never seen. Fuck. <laughs> he died. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Ivan Drago. Ivan, yeah. <laughs> I can kill this. I must break you. I know punches. <laughs> I must break you. Ivan Drago. While his fucking wife with the flat top was wa like watching in the fucking audience. <laughs> yeah. giving everybody like a death stare. His that fucking, fucking cunt. She was a fucking real bull dyke. Throw it at the cat. Oh, I thought that's what you were doing. Nah, I was breaking up the ice. Ah, oh, fuck yeah. Breaking up the ass. Breaking up the ass. Had another oh, uh, drunk person on the bus on the ride home. Did oh god! Uh, like the on the way to AC. Yeah, like on the way to AC. Was he like uh, no? This is a making woman. out with his daughter again. No, this is a woman. Guy was an ass this is a, a two woman. The one was really drunk, and this went on for twenty minutes. She literally sat right behind the bus driver, the first seat there, and for twenty minutes, you just hear her on the top of her lungs yelling, "You talk to all the men." You get all the men. What? You can't pick men for 20 minutes. Just this woman would not shut the fuck you up. You should have just, just whipped yelling, your dick out and like slapped her, her in the face it with it. It was her <laughs> sister or her daughter or whatever. And then finally the bus driver is just like, you need to stop. It's 1230 in the afternoon and I'm not putting up with this shit. I'm not going to be stressed <laughs> out now. You have to get off of the bus. And because the woman kept going like, I want to go back to Camden. Did you go back with her? <laughs> no, I didn't, but she gets the that. Back so the, the bus driver is like, oh, don't worry, you're going to go back to Camden. And then so the first stop, he's like tells him, he's like, you got to get off. And I guess the, uh, the her sister or whatever was like, no, I just want to, I was just going to take her to the city for lunch. And he's like, I I'll wait here all day. I'll call the cops and I'll wait here for the cops. You guys have to get off. And uh, apparently, I guess they somehow convinced him that they were going to be okay. And she ended up going to sleep. But I, the sister like woke her up when we were by AC and she starts all over again Good. and then as soon as I'm like standing by the bu bus I see a cop with both of them and he's like you guys gotta get on this bus you're going back to Camden but it's you just, need her on the crack like, bus Lambo yeah, <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm trying to get you more debates for the season uh, I don't know how do I find more Yeah, I do. politicians uh, Sam Slade do you guys remember him he roasted us 
Oh yeah. yeah. He's coming back on and uh awesome. he's gonna debate the Lamborghini. Awesome. But uh cool. He's looking forward to it. He's, he's really cool. <laughs> um but uh yeah, I have to I have to find more like Roy Barons and who's well, got Ed whatever. Since the uh, the Messiah turned it down, she you wouldn't do, do it. She ten thousand dollars. She'll do it for her. Yeah, ten thousand. So yeah. you She's need to give me ten thousand. You need to get do. with those executives, Hollywood Christian, and get us that ten thousand dollars <laughs> for <laughs> the Messiah because we need the Messiah in what what her escrow. Going. In her escrow account. I'll see what I can do. I don't know how that works because when she debates or whatever as the Messiah, if you. Don't prove that she's the Messiah. She gets your money. Yeah. So I don't know. How it's, does it's the... a really like? It's basically like I get your money. Is it just, just like she gets like, the money either way? Yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Like much. in the debate, what yeah. if like we have to have like if we say she that Slambo wins? Yeah. Does that mean we get twenty thousand? That we heard ten thousand? Does that maybe mean I am the Messiah? I will fucking her? ask her if uh, our judges decide Pete wins. That if we get if she agrees to that, then yeah. Yeah, her her scam she was originally running was basically, uh, you pay me ten thousand dollars and prove that I'm not the Messiah, and if you can prove that I'm not the Messiah, you get your money back. And I can like, prove her book and have a proofreader. It was all in the bonics, and the N word was dropped a lot, and I don't think the Messiah would ever use that kind of language. I, I don't even think a new Messiah would say that shit. She a fucking she a fucking bag of shit. <laughs> What'd you... Uh, you you reached out to somebody else who I saw on another reality TV show. I was watching this uh, reality TV show. Yeah, called... today when you showed me, asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, sh I showed the fat him. Fat pig. Yeah, it's my uh, big fat fabulous, fabulous life. Yeah, I did it with you. I tweeted, uh, "Wow, you're a fat fuck." Would you call us for an interview sometime? <laughs> Hashtag Darcy Blows. <laughs> it's like 800 pounds or something. And she just got her own show because her she's own fat. Show, yeah. And yes. her whole message is like, it's okay to be fat. Like, you gotta like, I'm fat. I, I fat thought Michael people. Moore already did that. <laughs> he hasn't even done that since like the 80s apparently or Apparently she's got a glandular problem. I'm so. fat. I got a glandular problem. <laughs> <laughs> but like in the show, she's just eating just disgusting and they try putting her on a diet and she cheats on it and the her she trainer mayo the guy on that, top of her the, ketchup she eats yeah. that mayonnaise she fucking eats bologna cakes the bologna cakes yeah, yeah. With the mother, we, her, which that's part of Slim's diet he's eating that next week after the waffle iron her trainer said he was oh, well. done with her her trainer was like I'm wait not even he was training her to be fatter to, to lose weight. He oh, like did a, she? Like a fitness trainer, and he broke up with her, is what they call it. You've been watching a lot of, like, housewife TV. Yeah, well, <sighs> I didn't mean to. It just happened that my friend was watching. Was every, like, whatever. every week. <laughs> so what happened? She got fatter? What the? <laughs> oh, she's getting fatter by like, the day. What, is she glorifying the fatness? Yeah, pretty much. Like, She's oh, yeah. like sticking off her, like saying, like you can't, bo you can't shame. The body fat shaming is wrong. Movement. You can't fa fat shame. See, and that I feel like that's the one people. group you're still allowed to shit on because yeah. they do it to themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. They always got a glandular problem. They always <laughs> yeah. got a uh, condition. I have the same problem, except it's in my cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know me back in high school. Yeah, it's just funny. It was frustrating just listening to her. I don't know. Like they my... all say they have. <laughs> scurvy or something but you can tell like in her show that is her fault by the things she's eating and the things she's refusing to do like she's it's not the, the even attempting I don't care so, yeah well I gotta so love by, I gotta love and accept myself which Ugh. means I can do whatever I want <laughs> that's what we need a saucy fat interview <laughs> we need you interview. to debate a fat person and then that's it the Slamborghini, uh, Slamborghini healthcare 
oh, about uh, how you're going to feed I'm gonna the feed homeless with fat people. The fat people. <laughs> yeah. You see, the liposuction machines are going to suck all the fat out. No, you just grind the whole fucking fat <laughs> they're out. Going to, they're going to make the fat into these little cakes that they can hand out to the homeless you're gonna people. Like, <laughs> you're going to like bathe them in like sake and feed them beer just like those fucking... Those, what are the... What's that beef? The Kobe beef? Yeah. Do you massage them with fucking sake? <laughs> massage it with sake? And feed them beer. That's how you're going to do it. That's how I do it. Yeah. That's how everybody does it. We're going to deep fry the fat. Deep fry that chicken. And make these little wafers out of it. Nice. <laughs> like, uh... What's that, church wafers? Yeah, like, like the... Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I just hand them out to homeless people. That's what we should do. We should have Slamborghini confession. That could be a new bit from the show where he confesses some horrible shit he did from his, like, childhood to... <laughs> what are you now? 28? 28, yeah. yeah. 28. Yeah. From your childhood to the year to the, the year of 28. Like and then he eats, like, a, a styrofoam packing peanut and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's got to be a lot. That's going to be our new bit. Lamborghini's confessional. <laughs> I like it. Play some church music. I think it's about break time. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, should I play some Stephen Briggs? His uh, CD, Whiskey Dick. He uh, sent to me in the mail. It's no joke, man. What's that? Whiskey Dick? The whiskey, yeah. Well, Clear well. list. All right. And we'll play some of that on break. I love, uh, he's got a whole thing on, uh, dubstep music. I think, ah, shit, it's not Ladies and gentlemen. Hey guys, this is Pete from Painted Black Podcast. A lot of people ask me, why should I listen to your show? How would you describe it? Well, horribly offensive. Balls to the walls. A good time. I don't know. Unprofessional. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if fucking Barney heard some... Some screaming from next door. Right? Hey, yo, Fred, I got like, kicked out of the house. Uh, can I stay with you guys for a little bit? No, Barney. <laughs> We're not friends like that. <laughs> you better go stay with the zoo. Dum Dum, you should have said yes to your wife. Can you imagine what Disney World would have been like had he lived longer? Uh, no Jews. That's <laughs> <laughs> the primary difference. Yeah. I feel like he funded the Nazis in some way. I, gotta, I can't prove it. The what? first fucking model of their helmet had ears on it. <laughs> oh, the basket's here. It's coming over the hill. What the fuck's going on? Dosan sounds like a Renaissance painter. He was the fifth Ninja Turtle. He wasn't right in the head. They didn't really bring him out too much. I like to fight the foot. <laughs> That's probably why they had all the stupid ass toppings. Bubble like, gum. Fuck, who let those sons order the pizza? I want to think bug. <laughs> who, who put Legos on this shit? <laughs> Can I give you money for for sex? I would enjoy <laughs> making a transaction for a blowjob. Can I get a receipt with that pussy? Oh yeah, how, how do I follow this? Do you wash those briefs with starch? <laughs> Make that booty clap. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> This is Painted Black Podcast, and you can like us on Facebook, on Twitter, at PIB Comics, and check us out every Monday on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean.com, and PodcastNation.net. Back! Fuck yeah! We're back, and uh, we're going to do some news, which you don't have anything ready. Oh. 
Oh, I'll start playing season breaks Slow again. Wagon. Fucking. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. There was two. There was two things. I think we should go over. Oh yeah. There's Tyga. 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 Uh, ordered to pay 186 thousand after leaving. Oh, I wasn't gonna really. Yeah, it was uh ink. He poured ink in the sink or some shit in the septic tank, and he's being charged for like. What? Well, what's that? Hazardous waste. Yeah, hazardous environmental waste. Was he but, doing like tattoos at home or something? Probably. But uh, this guy, Ohio man acting <laughs> like a gorilla and masturbating on the sidewalk, was arrested. Is, is that something you could be arrested for? I. <laughs> would you? Would you like lobby oh, to get him? Oh, this. Fuck, we can't even read the story. Was that somebody you would pardon as President Slambo? Lobby, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's it everybody's be. natural right to... Act like a gorilla and masturbate? So, yeah, we can't read the story, but... Because it got taken down. What yeah, fucking... What bullshit? What bullshit? Can I, uh, I guess I Google, Google it or something. Like, yeah. copy the headline? Can you copy that? In that stupid little... Nah, I don't know. Fucking so stupid. So stupid. The same, the same yeah. Fuck. Why is the why is it disabled? What are the what are the what are they getting like threats from the gorilla? <laughs> the gorilla Association of Western Ohio. Like I'm copy. Yeah, that just you see, that. he's a trans gorilla. Oh, is he a trans gorilla? Oh, yeah. They're all trans gorilla. You know, and I I saw um, there was a study done by doctors who said all this shit is just confused fucking kids all the transgenders and shit and how it's harmful like you're born a certain way you're on purpose you're not supposed to change that shit like it was just it was a whole group of like doctors that said this Slavo and I have these conversations off the air a lot and he has this thing where he says what is it you're gonna uh, become a dinosaur yeah man I've been, <laughs> been born I felt like I was a dinosaur right it's life. okay it's okay so and you get a dinoplasty you can use any restroom as that too I've heard yeah you Fuck can use yeah. the man's restroom. Because weren't they both sexes, the uh, reptilians? <laughs> I feel like you would have led a reptilian in like an alternate universe, like a reptilian army. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm apes would be your biggest fucking threat. I'm like riding the T-Rex. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, here's the sweet guy. Timothy Cook, 32, has been charged with disorderly conduct while intoxicated. And uh, blah blah blah. The smoking gun has said authorities wrote white while while officers were en route to a call. A second call came in to dispatch about the same males. What? So he what? He had other friends doing it. Him and his buddies get together and jerk off on the street, <laughs> dress as gorillas. I don't know. There's a lot going on in the story, yeah. and I don't want to read it all. So just think about it. Yeah, masturbating gorillas. <laughs> This sounds like what Slim thinks about everything. Uh, usually <laughs> it is, yeah. Authorities said a different officer discovered a 24-year-old Osman Lamasters walking on Mahoning Avenue and detained him. Oh, I guess that's his cohort. I guess he does have a bunch of <laughs> masturbating gorilla buddies. He's like, he's like Caesar of the group Masturbating Gorillas. The masturbating Gorilla Association. Yeah, fuck yeah. So Are maybe... you sure this is really him and... 
Slambo isn't really the the guy in charge of the gorilla. I feel like that's it. Like you're behind it all. You're what's that shit boiler room where you're like in the room making calls. Like you get these guys, you get these guys in your van. You get them all fucked up on ecstasy and meth, and then and then you unload them and they have earpieces and shit. But you you instruct them when the cops come to eat the earpieces. Part of MK. Yeah. MK Ultra man. M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Next movie. And every week they're dressed as a different animal. Yes. Yep. Yes. Like next week they're gonna be blue hippos. Are these guys? Were these guys camping with you? No. <laughs> Fuck. We. No, I, I feel like these would be guys camping. I wouldn't with let these guys camp. Fuck. With me. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> next week on Pete's camping adventures on IPM Nation. All right. Where's uh, oh that that was the floods where the dead the deads were rising in Louisiana. But this yeah. six is six times. sides you drink too much. <laughs> Uh, is it just we like a, a list, or is it? Uh... I, it better be. Yeah, there's slides. All right. So click. All right. You yeah, your feet are off the. Uh, <laughs> the <balcony>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyone who's seen the normally shy coworker dancing at the bar, this is gay. It's it's you become much. a daredevil. Oh, so, oh so yeah. If you, drink, you drink too much. If you become ah, a daredevil, I'm gonna right. fucking. Oh. You're a choke weekend... slam you off the ceiling, motherfucker. <laughs> You're a weekend warrior. So you drink on the weekends. What's wrong with that? What's wrong no with being clue. sober during the work week? They want you to be a drunk all week, I think. If you're drunk <laughs> all week at work, you're not a drunk. But if you only drink on the weekends, that's a fucking problem. Yeah. I only drink on the show, so I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> so wait, that means I drink too much or I'm a normal person? Fuck, that's retarded. My, my mother was dating this alcoholic. Who oh, I would call out for what being, a shock. For, yeah, what a shock. not a shock at all. <laughs> who I would call out for being an alcoholic. Like one day he got pissed off at me and my buddy Jay because he knew that we just felt he was like an alcoholic. Because he would come home from work and he'd just be wasted. <laughs> he'd be reeking and like he just, fucking. It, it, he was wasted. And uh, so one day he comes in and he he's like. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> I only drink during the work week. <laughs> what about the weekends? Yeah. You're not enjoying your weekend, that motherfucker. Right. I only drink I, on the weekends. I don't get that. I don't no. get that. Wow. All so right. what's the next one? Oh, your memory. Yeah, dude, I don't remember I shit. Like, I yeah, think that's yeah. just everything. But that's the way it should be. That's what I think, yeah. 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 Like, it does even without alcohol, there's a memory. Sometimes I can't remember what I had for breakfast. Like, I uh, think about like, I think that's just normal. I think that's just life. You got a lot going on, whatever. Like, oh yeah, you remember. Do you ever remember like entire months? Like, forget entire months of your life? Yeah, I've done that. I think it was Bowie. I think there's a year Bowie can't remember. Mm. Or, yeah, not anymore because now he's <laughs> dead. He can't remember anything. But uh, there was a whole year of his life because he did so many drugs <laughs> and drank That's so like, much that he couldn't remember. Like, you ever been driving and you're on the parkway and it's like exit 63? And, and you're, you're blacking exit, out and you woke you're... up and cars flipped? <laughs> yeah. And there's a tiny Mexican man, like, rummaging through your wallet. Pockets. <laughs> Yeah, that happens that's, a that's, lot. That's where I was going with Actually, that. one of my friends from uh, college, black guy, he flipped his car, woke up to a guy stealing his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> he was pinned in the car in, like, February, and the guy stole his wallet and left, didn't even call. Wow. Didn't, I mean, I don't even think there were cell phones that available back then. Like, everybody remember, but still, like, you didn't even try to get the guy help. You just stole his wallet what and left. a piece of shit. What, what were you saying, Christian? Like, like when you're on the parkway, like, you're driving, you're at, like, exit 63, and then all of a sudden you're at exit 100, and you have no fucking clue how you well, got there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've ever had that happen, yeah. but uh, I was in the car with my friends in high school, too, and uh, we missed an exit because Tommy farted. 
and it was so bad. And Danny was freaking out, and we missed the exit. He was really pissed, and we ended up at Camden. He's oh. asking a, a black woman with a, a bottle in a paper bag. You know, that's a good, good person to ask. <laughs> asking her how to get back on the parkway or something, and I'm like, dude, do the opposite of whatever she fucking told you. <laughs> because she's sending us to her friends to get mugged. Yes. <laughs> Your memory is gone. Okay, drinking just creeps up on you. What? Doesn't that happen when you're drinking That's, in the course yeah, of life? Yeah, you should expect beer, that. For here's a shot. Yeah, and you're going to just... want another fucking beer. That's... And this this is a sign you drink too, too much. Too much. This could happen in just one That's day. Just... You could drink once a month and have see, that fucking happen. If, if you're alone like... drinking, like a keg of beer, like... <laughs> yeah. And they're all, like, social. Yeah, that's... So drinking sociably is is okay. Uh, it's not everybody's an alky. Yeah, so why aren't you drinking? Mm. I'm drinking water. I Jewel got a said, boxing match. Jewel said your karaoke sucks <laughs> oh, you're not drunk. Time. Next time we do karaoke, I'll take like four shots of whatever we have that night. Seagram's. Of Seagram's right before the karaoke. What if it's just my phlegm? I'll take that too. <laughs> my That's cigarette your phlegm. phlegm. No, I'm not going to say that because then I'm going to have All right, to. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Taking shots of phlegm. I'm not taking shots of phlegm. You let some responsibilities lie. That's what you're well, fucking supposed to do. That's the whole point. You've got to be more responsible with your drinking. That's what you're fucking drinking. supposed you're to supposed do. You're supposed to fucking do your taxes while you swig on that whiskey. You fucking yeah. asshole, you deadbeats. Why aren't you uh, investing in the stock market right now, Pete? Come on. I'm oh, too you're busy not drinking. fucking drinking. <laughs> right? I mean, like, exactly. What are, you, what are you supposed to mow the lawn? Actually, mowing the lawn are probably all right. Actually. I don't know. My buddy uh, Tommy, shots, who I was just talking about, I remember in high school, he's like, you know, we, we all had to mow the lawn at our house. You know, that was like our chores, like whatever. And he's like, yeah, I can't. I can't do nothing without hitting the ball first. It's the best way to fucking mow the lawn. <laughs> and like you the next week, I was like, Tommy, on? you're fucking right. So is there any more? Or there's one more slide. And then we need to get down to some serious business. Uh, people close to you seem concerned. I'm concerned about your lack of alcohol. Swing. Yeah, I know. It's, you you're a cunt when he's he's not a drinking. Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> he's not drinking. Please, I'm concerned, Christian. Fucking get him to drink again. <laughs> All right. That's, and that's that. Cheers, cheers. I think we're going to lay down the rules of the ring. All right. The Rob and Slam rules of the... This is Rob rules of the ring. Uh, so, Rob, you're the official referee? No, I'm going to be inside. I'm going to be commentating, uh, taking calls. Slamble's going to be outside. The, he's the official oh, referee. Oh, okay. So, yeah, like uh, we were talking about earlier, it's going gonna, it's gonna to only be ended by a knockout or a TKO, which is three knockdowns in a fucking... In one, uh, in one round. Three-minute okay. rounds, minute intervals in between. Um... Like like minute like pauses or minute. yeah like minute in between the yeah, the, yeah. the the rounds you got a you got a bell out there to start a round and end a round and also there are chairs out there for you to relax on your <laughs> your fucking breaks it's gonna be oh, really nice that's and really uh, nice. oh yeah no hitting below the belts but uh, biting an ear off that's encouraged <laughs> okay that's uh, I love you're that losing an ear yeah <laughs> so yeah ear biting a piece of an ear off that's fine or what about All the right. tip of the nose. Fucking works for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah but no, no uh, ball fondling. No <laughs> ball. Oh, man, what? A, that's the only reason no I decided ball to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So. You could teabag though. If you... And you could dock. And boof. If you <laughs> boof <anything. laughs> Go for it. 
<laughs> and uh, we need a nice shit talking. We need, yeah. You ever see like an Ali fight where he was talking lots, lots of shit? No, oh, yeah. That's yeah. for later, Christian. That's for another thing. But Slim has some flashcards. I, I figure, <laughs> you know, we'll get him in. Slim's we'll get so him bad. Not only in physical shape, we'll get him in mental shape. So he's okay. gonna talk trash, and you're gonna talk trash. But by opening this envelope, you have to read. You are legally obliged to read every card in here. <laughs> and not press charges. <laughs> or file for restraining orders. All right. Yes. Let's do it. Let's okay, do so it. I guess you read one and then he talks back. Yeah, they're in, they're in specific oh. order. Specific right, order, right. and you gotta be angry. Gonna, yeah, 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 you gotta, gotta pretend like you gotta I get in your head. You remember, gotta, you gotta, out, this, you gotta get to, one up. To on be it. honest with you, Christian, these these are all blank. He's just trying to, <laughs> to save me. But this is really everything that I've came up with. Okay. And I'm just gonna say I'm so yes. Or like, yeah, you're a bitch. <laughs> what do you say to that? What? <laughs> he said you're a bitch. Really? Really? That's that's yeah. okay. I'm gonna, Ouch. I'm, Ouch. I'm gonna fuck you like the bitch you are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh. that's a good one. That's a really good. One. He's fucked guys well, like you, you in gotta, prison. You gotta, you gotta he he sucks dicks like you for breakfast. You gotta come back at me. Uh. Roadhouse. I put my stupid cousin in a potty bag. You're next. What's that? What you got? What do you got? You gonna Nothing. say it in the back? No. I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you so hard your dog will feel it. I don't have a dog. <laughs> Oh, that poor, that's animal rights. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a dog unless you count my wife. Ah! <laughs> I'm gonna rip your head off and fuck your neck hole. <laughs> With his penis. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 what do you even say to that? Uh, uh. <laughs> Do you want a blowjob? <laughs> yeah! Get in, get in, I'm slim. <laughs> oh, this is a good test. Hey guys, am I the only one with an uncontrollable erection right now? No! <laughs> no! I forgot about that one. I did forget about that one. Uh. <laughs> I'm gay! <laughs> You're a bitch! That's that! That's the, uh, that's the first one. Get in the ring, faggot. Ah! Oh. Hey guys, this is Bigfoot, and when I'm not raping deer and eating the Jersey Devil, I like to kick back with a glass of tonic water and a bag of pretzels from the Hangover Pretzel Company in Freehold, New Jersey. Try all their flavors. Sweet Heat, Brown Sugar Shittiman, Kabashi, and the original Zesty Lemon Pepper. They're an orgasm for your taste buds. 
You could find the Hangover Pretzel Company on Facebook, Twitter, and at thehangoverpretzelcompany.com. Or if you're like me and don't have a computer, go to your nearest payphone and give them a call at 908-839-5678. Tell the Bigfoot sent you. These pretzels are making me thirsty. All right, we're on live. We got the fight. We got the fight starting up here. Slambo's giving him directions. They're squaring off. I think Slambo just forgot what he was saying. There we go. Clean fight, motherfuckers. Everything below the belt. He's ringing the bell. There we go. They're squaring off. Slim just punched nothing. He, I think he tapped Christian a little bit. Let's go, guys. And he stopped it. Ah, Christian just tapped Slim right in the fucking head. Let's go, let's go. Slim throwing a punch. Christian just eating it. Ah, Christian fought. Oh, Slim got right in the fucking face. Right in the kisser. Fuck yeah. Oh, Christian just throws another one right in his face. Christian stumbling backwards. It's a fucking fight for the ages. I've never seen such a matchup. It's a thriller in Tucker to Nilla. There you go. Christian just fucking smacks him right in the face. I guess that's round one over. I don't know. I think Slambo's drunk or something on the uh, the timer out there. It's supposed to be a three-minute round. Christian just said Slim is a bitch. Slim said he doesn't have what it takes to win this fight. Pete just called him a nasty bastard. Slim understands. He's he's saving his strength for round two. Christian's eating a sandwich. You got to get your strength too, Christian. You got the eye of the tiger, my friend. The brown eye of the tiger. Come on. There we go. The bells rang. Slim's still fumbling with his glove. He took it off. I don't know why. There we go. He's getting back in there. They're squaring off again. All right. Slim landing a little fl flurry there. Christian fires back. I don't know what that was. I think he just shoved him. He's using that weight. As his advantage. Slim taking a few body shots. Christian, oh, just fucking tapped him in the face three times. Just kissed him in the face three times. There you go. Christian, looking a little tired and sweaty. Slim's dancing around. Come on. I see a knockout. I think they're talking to us. I think Christian's like faking him out. He's like doing a fake timeout. He's going to kick him in the nuts. <laughs> Slim just hit him. Christian's trying to tell him something. Oh, Slim. Stum oh, Christian got him. Fucking eating those punches. Oh, shit. Slim's running back at him. Hit him with the body shot. Come on, guys. I didn't pay for this. To see nothing. Yeah, Pete, you tell them. Keep going. I think they think it's uh, rounds over or something. These guys look tired. 
Oh, shit. Christian tripped. Slim just fucking hit him in the face. Oh, and then he turned Slim around. Holy fuckaroni. They look tired. Christian charging him. Slim just spun around. Oh, he's fucking tapping Christian right in the face. Christian smiling at him and taunting him. Smiling at him. I think Slim's trying to uh trying to give up here. I don't know what's going on. So yeah, they're both complaining. Three minutes is long. Three minutes is long. There it goes, there it goes. Alright, round's over. Shit, we're going round three. Or two and a half. I, I don't remember what happened in the first round. It was definitely short. Slambo's doing too much meth. We don't pay him to do that shit. I think they're taking their break. They're resting up. I wonder if anybody's bleeding. Probably internally and from the asshole. I don't know. Do they have what it takes? All right, Slambo, get them back in the fucking ring already. I got an interview coming up. All right, I think. I don't know. Slim's got his gloves off. Is he giving up? Oh, he got pubes in his... His mouthpiece. Cat air. Christian. Looking like he's dozing off there a minute. I don't know. I think it's taking its toll on Christian. We'll see what happens. I think they're taking advantage of this break time. I thought it was only a minute. Maybe it's the same thing. It just feels a lot longer. I feel like I've seen this before. Uh-oh. Slim's having trouble with his gloves. Oh, there's Pete. Oh, my God. He's easy on the eyes. Big burly man. I just want to see Pete for the rest of the fight. All right. I think they're getting back out. I don't know if Christian can. Oh, there he goes. He does look tired. Come on, guys. Ring that bell, Pete. Some shit just fucking hauled off on his face when he has his glove out there. She said, fuck this shit. Come on. These guys are tired. Some's dancing around a little. Oh, my God. I just saw dust out of Hollywood Chris's feet. The dirt got kicked up. Oh, and holy shit. He got slim turned around. Oh, I think he hit him in the back of the head. I think that's illegal. I think uh, we got to take a few points away. Come on. Christian throwing that straight jab. That's nice. Slim just hit him in the face. Stick a move. Stick a move. Come on, Christian. Oh, shit. Right against the fence. That shit almost came down. Oh, he should have, like, he should have fell into him and took the whole fucking fence down. That would have been amazing. Slim still working on Christian's head. I don't know. I don't know what Christian's got left. I think Christian's gonna be going down. Christian's not fighting back. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. He returns it. Slim stepping out of the ring. What's going on? Oh, what is this shit? 
What are they doing? Oh, is he giving up? I told them. Knock out of TKO and Christian. Christian's a winner by disqualification. I think we need we need a rematch. I want my money back. Winner is Hollywood Christian Vogel. What a fight. What a fighting bag of shit he is. He really knows. Sims. Sims lost the fight. Ah, oh, there you go. Nice Velcro coming off. I think Christian just called him Mahomo Ali. That's a good fight. Christian's compliment. Like a real gentleman, that Christian is. That Hollywood Christian. He's a good egg. Kicking off two months live. Two months of live guests. That's how Hollywood Christian does it. Like a real gentleman. I don't know. I think Slim should just be like, nah, I'm fucking with you. Just get up and start fucking him up. Just palm him right in the mouth. Need to get that technique down. Robin Slip Show? Well, well, well. Oh, Joni! Yeah. You gonna fight Christian? Alright, fighting Christian right now. Joni, did you watch the match? Alright, I guess we gotta go in. Maybe after all I've trained. All I can do is hear it. I just heard a bunch of grown men breathing. Grunting and all, isn't that nice? We all got a treat for the for the ages. Joni's on the phone to talk to you guys. Who? Joni. Joni. Yeah. Christian won. I know you're a real uh, a real bitch. You're still at the door. How are you sitting in front of me? Oh. So Joni hung up. Joni hung up. Oh, you got a groupie. Yeah. Wow, this is like Inception right now. I know you're a real. That was a great fight though. That was a door. How are you sitting in front of me? Oh, okay. Oh. I said, I said, Johnny, 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 are you listening and talking? What are you, hot pieces of baloney now? <laughs> no! I'm listening to myself. Does anyone need an ice pack? Slim does. <laughs> For the back of his head. Oh, I tuned in a little bit. Ice pack? I heard, all I heard was heavy breathing. It yeah. It feels ringing. Is that like your, your first or second date with Slambo? This is all the dates. Oh. Every single one. Oh, nice. Bells hey. ringing and heads hey. hit from hey. behind. Hey there, PJ. <laughs> I haven't heard from you in a while. I haven't heard from you either. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> Are you still in yeah, the halfway house, Tony? Now I'm out on the street. Out on bail. Check is in the mail. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been out front. <laughs> I'm that old cat. She just won't. That stoma brings him in, right? Out on, the, out on the street, a lot of people call me the rapture. 
The rapture? Why, Why is that? that? Because they never know when I'm going to come. Oh! <laughs> hey -o. Pete said it's hard to get you to come. Yeah, you got So there's a lot of prostate milking involved. <laughs> and usually it's not cum, it's, it's, uh, it's vaginal cheese. Oh. You gotta take care of her, Pete. And a little, and a postula first. Oh. Have there been any cysts involved? Many. Uh, many many cysts has been many, removed? Many, many. Oh. Yeah. You guys. I'm usually popping one every night. You gotta stop eating those bologna cakes. <laughs> oh my god, don't get me started. Those things are bad damn delicious. <laughs> are you guys gonna towel each other off on their next break? Yeah, I'm sweating. <laughs> I, I don't think, think he's need... I don't think he's sweating as much as I am. I think he's right. I tired myself out. I could throw him punches and I think he needs to towel everybody. Yeah. Joni should have been the ring girl. I, I... I'm a, a, I'm a little. little you should have been the ring girl, Joni. I'm a little sweaty right in my ass crack. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would have done it topless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pete said it's like the International House of but, Pancakes. Kid, pretty, Bunch of uh, flapjacks. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I would love to see all you guys do it there and actually make yourself that bologna cake. Slim's, and all of you have to eat it. Slim's eating that next week. I want Slambo to eat it. Ah, he loves, he loves he mayonnaise. Loves mayo. <laughs> no, all of you have to do it and see who who can be the last one to throw up. Last one standing. <laughs> we got to top it with uh, the yeah, thousand. I don't know. Thousand year old eggs. On I the thought top. you were gonna say calzone. Mayonnaise calzone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot that. Did you guys eat the, the eggs? No. no we, we waited for you. We still got them. We got the eggs. I'm not eating a fucking egg. I'm not eating that shit. I want to see somebody eat one real bad. Though. I think oh, we're going to do that next week. Maybe next week, yeah. Because we got so much good shit going Kevin on. Kevin Goatee next week, right? Yes, Kevin Goatee live. All right, Joni, I think we're going to take a break and let these guys uh, tell each other off. Take a break, take a shower. Is that okay? That sounds nice. All right. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be televised. All right. Hang in there. I, I won't. <laughs> Have a good one, Joni. See ya. I think Joni was a little drunk. Really? <laughs> Since when? I've never, I never thought Joni would do that kind of a thing. Oh fuck! That was a great fight, though. Cool. Uh, yeah. But there was not a knockdown or a TKO. That's... No, I gave up. I ran out, man. You couldn't. That was not allowed. I know. There's no stopping the fight. <laughs> I should have just. Kept punching him when he was sitting. When he was sitting down, I had gotten to the point where I was oh, tired, yeah. so I couldn't guard anymore, and he started getting say, a few, yeah, a like few a three heavy, minutes uh, long. Three minutes long. That yeah. second round, that second round, the first we round was definitely stopped. less. We were like, yeah. Yeah. holy shit! But yeah, so yeah, no, somebody messed up with the time on that because it's a long time. We were like, I stopped, and he stopped. We're like, why is this round still going? Yeah, it was an amazing fight, though. But yes, yeah, three minutes. You know what? I think I may have like rung the bell, not ring the bell early, but I. I think I like press the thing too. Yeah, late. that's fine, but whatever. Yeah. But I It's it, a good fight. Yeah. Any final okay. words? Is it going to be a rematch? I think so. I'd eventually I think I got to, you know, practice a little bit, get my cardio up and I think I'll I'll take a rematch. 
at some point. You had not, more not flurries, like I think, week. the second round, like more hits or the. Well, the first round, round he didn't get but, any hits, and I got a few good ones on yeah. his face. Um, but you had some. The third round, solid he just out. Hits yeah, he had a few, sure. few nice, strong. Uh, I know, I know that one jab I snapped caught you right in the face. Yeah, yeah, I got a few in the head. Getting hit in the head isn't as bad as I thought it would be. I would say that it's not too bad. No. But I don't like. I was reading online, and people say that it hurts more getting hit by a boxing glove than a bare fist. And I'm like, I don't know if that's true. Bullshit. Yeah, Bull fucking shit. Oh, mm-hmm. Jules is bullshit. see shit. That sucks. Oh, really? So Ustream is in a real cunt. Shit, man. Well, hopefully it, the recording came out good. But, uh... Well, you saw it, so yeah, it should have been good. Yeah, and it'll be on YouTube. Yeah. Hopefully first thing, after Slim gets back from the hospital, don't bleed on that board because you just got it fixed. Yes. I will not bleed on the board. I don't think we, you know, we didn't open up any cuts. No, no we didn't. Uh, Christian, Unfortunately. Oh, well. Shit. Yeah, no Bayonne bleeders. No blood. Here. Oh, fuck. Are you going to get a shirt back on? Or just do the rest uh, of the show? Do the rest of the shirt. Rest of the shirt show. Show us. I'm going to do the rest of the shirt. Show us. And with a mild concussion. Who is going to end up with the Parkinson's like Muhammad Ali? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right, buddy. Stay tuned. We will be back. We will be talking to, uh, yeah, Rob Paris from Robot Heart. So stay fucking tuned. Do what you got to do and meet us back here. It's not just any day. It's Mr. Throwback Thursday. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Bill. And we are the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast. Do you remember when the wheels were steel and the beats were real? We do. And we talk about it every Thursday. You can check out Woo News, One and Done, Record of the Week, and a whole lot more. That's Mr. Throwback Thursday, keeping it classic on iTunes, Stitcher, and at HighVoltageRadio.com. And always remember, new school stale, old school fresh. Robin Slim Show. Ah! <laughs> Fuck. Maybe I answered it too late. Please call right back, Rob. Oh, man. Uh, Twitter. Twitter. I'll message him. Fuck, dude. Everyone talking about that fight. Oh. <laughs> you alright, guys? I'm alright. I'm holding off. How you feeling? Fine. <laughs> oh. Just drink an ice cold beer. Rematch. After a good match. Yeah. And then you crush your enemies, <laughs> send them fleeing for you, <laughs> and hear the lamentation of the women. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. There we go. That's your song. <laughs> Listeners. Robin Slim Show. Hey, it's Rob with Robot Heart. Rob, how What's you doing, going on, Rob? What's up? Good. How you doing, bud? Good, good. We're on live. Uh, we just had a boxing match between a couple guys. Uh, it, was, it was a good time. It's a good. Very nice. Good victory, not for our show, but for. Oh, our I, show. I let the show down. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> nice. Rob, but uh, your movie, Robot Heart, it was great. I watched it with my son. Slim watched it uh, today. today or... Yeah, I watched it this morning. And, dude, it was great. Like, uh... Very nice. Thank you guys for uh, checking it out. I appreciate that. No problem, dude. Thanks for sending it. Uh, my son's, my oldest son, Ewan, uh, he asked when we were watching it. He said, 
is this an old movie? Like, because it's a black and white. And I said, no, but he made yeah, it to it look is. like that. And he said, he said he did a great job. And my son, William, we were watching. And when they explain how, you know, his father died, the boy, uh, the main character, he just gave me a, a hug really tight. Like that part of that. This is a good movie, dude. It's good, a good family movie. And you made it for $100, you said, right? Yes. How, yes, exactly. Yep. How hard yep, was that? Yeah, micro budget was, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what was that? How hard was that to do, like? to do all because i expected like maybe it's, it's 20 definitely, minutes of, of, of a yeah film. it's definitely not uh it's definitely not easy uh it's a lot of uh it's a lot of uh borrowing equipment and uh oh god volunteerism wow <laughs> that's, yeah that's, that's what i was gonna ask about that's, the that's how we get it done yeah dude that's yeah awesome. it's I, I would I would recommend getting two hundred dollars next time for sure <laughs> 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 what um for sure what uh do you did you do like the robot costume and all? Did you make that yourself? Yeah, yeah, that was that was really uh you know, a part of keeping the budget down. Um I had done a lot of the uh effects myself. We had went into a little town and got the entire town to volunteer their time to do it. So there's no professional actors involved. Um wow. you know, it was just it was just really a movement to show that you could do something uh with regular people for a minimal budget and put it out there, hopefully children would like it. So that's what we were aiming for anyway. What made you choose to do a child's film? Was that what you always wanted to do, or was that something that was a challenge? You know, I, I, I still, I, I, I'm still asking myself that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you know, I, I, have, I, have a, I have a couple kids, actually. And I think I did it for, I, you know, you, you referenced the, uh, the father scene in the, in the movie. I think I did it for, for that reason, really. Um, I figured I would do one children's movie, uh, and then we can move on to the adult things from there. I mean, I kind of always wanted to do it. Children books are kind of cool when they're done right. Yeah. So I thought I'd give it a shot. You know, and the robot thing, you know, who doesn't dig the robot thing? Right. Yeah, it, was cool. it was a cool, so, it was a cool, yeah, it was a really cool movie, and uh, I love the feel of it. I appreciate you, it. It made it feel like, uh, yeah, like a 50s style, like movie it was great it was, the acting was good too man like i love the fight scenes between the kids that was very real like it was awesome like my my sons were cracking up at that and the soundtrack was pretty badass too yeah. man <laughs> well i t like i said they're uh they were all they were all volunteer actors they're all just little they're out there kids they're not even like in acting troops we just got them there and to be honest with you, I mean, this, and I wouldn't recommend this, by the way. Uh, they, they reviewed the script for about an hour, and then we did it. Wow. Oh, wow. So <laughs> if, if, if it turned out good at all, that's, that's a good thing. So. Were, they, were they kids that you knew, like family, That's friends, what I thought, maybe. Um, some, of, some of them were, but for the most part, they were volunteers. Wow. Not even really, not, not even friends of friends. They were really thrown together. So how so did you, it how, was, how did you? get the movie out to them for them to, to audition. I, there were no auditions. That's the funny, that's the funny part. So hold on, wait, you main... just like approach people? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like you just went to the street and yep. was like, hey kid, want to be no. in a movie? <laughs> well, well, what happened? I'll explain it. What happened, I'm going in and out of a car. I apologize for that. Uh, right. What happened was, is I wrote, uh, this gets long and I know it's a short, uh, short show here. Um, basically what happened is, as you know, with movies, it's, it's hard to depend on people. Right. You know, yeah. scheduling and whatnot. So what I did to answer your child, to answer every question here, um, I wrote to a story. And I had the main actor already in mind, so I wrote to that story. And then there were a bunch of kids that I had seen 
around pictures and whatnot, and I I actually cast to what I thought the uh, character would be. Oh, is how it okay. went. Cool. Yeah, yeah, and I and then I got to talk to him, and I would like let's say for the bully character, I'd have three different kids. I talked to him for a minute. I like to interact, you know, like I'm talking with you guys, and I just got a feeling from him. Well, that's the person. That's how it went. Yeah. How, how long did filming take? Oh, God. Uh, I, well, I didn't get to go out and just smash it out. It had to be in between <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah. So it, it went on for about seven months, I'd say. Wow. What Was the, was that the longest part of making it, or was writing it, or? Uh... The longest part. You know, <laughs> we'll do comedy for your show. The longest part, I think, was just depending on people to show up. <laughs> That's always. <laughs> you sound after this you know, project. You sound very bitter. Yeah, a little <laughs> no, not, not bitter, not bitter, not bitter. It's you know I've done quite a few things in art, and this is the way it is. Whether whether paid or not, uh, yeah. you you know how artists are. So I'm an artist. So uh, you know schedules clash and whatnot. And probably the hardest thing was just balancing schedules everybody to be honest with you that's that's one of the most difficult things i think with filmmaking well same with uh like way before me and slim did the show a couple other people you know said they want to do a show and like that was the thing right. like any days off you have different days off you, you never get together and shit. Yeah. like it, it's hard it's hard to get yeah. that shit down even yeah. just even just for guests well just just think of it this way dude if mm. if at any job any, any job any qualification if there was no pay how many people would show up on time Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. There you go. So yeah. with the volunteers of a movie, you know, you really got to, it, it's just about getting people happy about it and working with those schedules. And especially, you got to remember, as you stated, it's a children's film. <laughs> so getting kids in there in between uh, practices and schooling, you know, it, it can be challenging. Wow. Yeah. So, but, you... but a good time. But a good time. I'm happy with, you know, what we ended up with. It's awesome, man. Have you entered it in any, any uh, film festivals? Uh, it's, it's actually in four right now. I just, when, when I connected with you, we had, well, actually before I answer that, I'd like to say the edit that you guys actually saw is not the full edit. That's the big surprise for your show oh, wow. here. <laughs> okay. Uh, I did a, I did a, what I call a, it's funny, like a, it's not really as long as I want, but it's like a director's cut, but it's not. I did a cut for everybody that volunteered in the movie. So everybody would be seen. Is what I did. So there's actually a cut that's the one that's going to the film festivals. It's in four, was it four or five right now? We had just started putting them out. Film festivals don't usually generate to the fall, winter. So uh, it, it's starting to get out there right now. So yeah. Cool. Yep, yep, yep. From here, to, I think there's two in Michigan, one in California, and one in Texas right now or something. Wow. I've got it in entered in like 40 of them so that's cool how did you do that like do you just send it out to people or uh, yeah i didn't know if you had no, to you send it show out up. different yeah yeah well you know you send it you know there's a thing called film freeway it's a it's a really great uh, system that you can submit to different film festivals and whatnot and also you know as you know it's, it's like being on twitter or anything else you get told about festivals whatnot this will fit your children's your children's filming you send it to that one you know, stuff like networking. That's your answer. Yeah. Networking and film freeway. There we go. Cool. And real quick, yeah. I should have asked it yeah. at the beginning, but for our audience, what is the movie about? The movie is about a young boy named Adrian who has uh, social acceptance issues. 
So he creates a robot named Robot 13, a very 1950 uh, sci-fi robot-themed robot to uh, be his friend, and the uh, chaos ensues after that. Adrian and the robot team up, and then we have some fun out in the world, right? Yeah, when the robot started learning about death, and all that. That was yeah. really cool. Um, History of the was world. Was it? Did, did you like that? Yeah. I yeah. wasn't sure if that would, you know. I did. I really liked no. that, yeah. The only question I had at the oh. end, like, because I, I was in and out. My, my kids, you know, they're a little ADD. And, uh, right. I didn't catch the one part, like, right after the robot threw the kid into the wall. So I didn't know if the kid died or not. But I asked you, and no. you said it's just up for, you know, interpretation. Well, um, let's put it this way. In the... What I call the, I call it the family edit, the edit for, that has every actor that I had in it. Um, the, the child is saved. The end edit is very, the, the, the film festival edit, you know, very artistic. I like <laughs> that. I don't know. That. I, I do like the not yeah. knowing. I, I think that's it's, cool. it's up, it's, it's very up in the air. Yeah. It's, love- it's basically the robot goes into, you know, I don't want to give too much away. The robot and the kids, their future is uh, up in the air. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I love the, uh, the human sacrifice part of it. I love, there's so many good <laughs> aspects of this film, dude. Like, not human, but the sacrifice part of it. And I liked, um, oh, what the fuck was it? I forget. <laughs> I was going to say, you said earlier how uh, you wrote the characters based on the people you were planning on casting for the, those characters, yeah. correct? And I really got that impression from the uh, the guy that played the guy, Russ. Like, I feel like that's who that guy is in real life. Is that the, uh, the biker the, the biker. I love yeah. that guy, I was bro. like, that. he's, he's so got to be cool. that dude in real life. Yes. <laughs> well, that dude is me. Oh, oh, it is you. Okay, see, I thought I thought that too. <laughs> yeah, awesome, that dude man. is me. So that's that's you who you are. Dude, so that that's who you are in real life, though. That's like yeah. Well, that, you know, you know, it's funny. Funny comedy comedy aside, that is my motorcycle. So awesome. Oh, that actually cool. is my bike that's that cool. I put together. Nineteen seventy four Harley XLH awesome. that wow. I restored. So yeah, you are right. Filmmakers do have other talents. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love Horleys. Dude. You guys, you guys, you guys gave up my secret. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I thought it was because I saw you job, commenting sir. on the Facebook and I asked Rob and he's like, no, he plays the robot. I, know, I thought like, you played oh, the robot, okay. Rob. I did. I did play the robot. Because I heard the podcast you made and saying you played, where you said you played the robot. I did play the robot. I played, I played. See, you guys are giving up all my secrets here, dude. <laughs> I did play the, the robot. I would not, let, let's put it this way. I would never, it's terrible. I would never torture anyone with that suit. I made sure that I put it on. It, it, it touched up. It was made of real steel, so. I, yes, I heard it you was say a, that. It was, it was a dangerous prop. I did, but you guys are giving away my secrets, man. <laughs> I did. I did. Love... I, it's cool though, and, and the check is in the mail for saying you like the film. I appreciate it. Oh, dude, it was, it was I love the design of the robot too. I love how it was just all the spare parts thrown on it, like license plates and. I lo- that, that's and what I was gonna say before. I love the scene when he emptied out the refrigerator. <laughs> Like, that Did you so like cool. that? Yes. There, but, you know, I, I won't lie. Like like anything, I mean, everybody loved the uh, the old eighty Spielberg stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it took me back to that. All that, and and, and there's lists from from all that good stuff because you know those the Goonies movies like that. Those yeah. are the. That's can one you, of my can you swear favorites. on your show? Yes, swear away. Yeah, you, it, they're the they're the shit, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, straight up, that's 
that's real. That's the real fun stuff. My son so William will watch the Goonies every day if you let him. He loves that movie. Yeah. Oh, dude. Dude, well, t okay. This is for you then, homie. The uh, scallywag scene in the big... You know the flashlight thing? That was from the that was a lift from the Goonies. <laughs> oh, nice! I straight dude. up. That was the first scene I had in my head. Actually, the whole movie was kind of based off of that beginning scene, and I just came up with it from like Goonies inspiration. Right so. on, dude. Yes, that was a really yeah. cool scene. So, that's for you, dude. Nice, awesome, bro. Uh, yeah. Cool. I, I, I feel like guys, this right? could be a film, like Spielberg. You know, yeah. if he got the script, he. I he might fucking do I it. I love those old movies. Like, well, there's one that I really liked, uh, Little Little Monsters. It had Howie Mandel. Oh, yeah, was yeah. That? Yes. yeah. I was thinking, too. Yeah. Um, wasn't, wasn't that how That was Howie Mandel, Yeah, right? yes. Howie Mandel and Fred, Howie? Fred Savage, yeah, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. What was yeah, the one, that was too? that crazy. That, um... Crazy. Oh, it had, it had Sasha Baron Cohen in it as a police officer. It was with the robot. I think it was called uh, Hugo. And it was Scorsese did a kids movie. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, uh, yeah. What was that called? Um, I think Hugo. Oh, shoot, Hugo. There we go. You got it. bingo. Cool. Ten points for that guy. <laughs> yeah, Hugo. It was um the kid movie, found too. his father. Yeah. Yes. Yup, and his, he found his father's like code to build this robot. The father yeah. never could complete it, yep. and so the son like builds it. It's, it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, see, you know, and that's not to interrupt you, dude. Dude, that's the thing. That's why I kind of went with the uh, the child genre for a minute. I mean, there really are no parameters there. Yeah. You know what I mean, you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's that's what's so cool, and you can deliver messages like you said about fathers dying, about like all that stuff. You can do it in a kids movie. Where if you, a lot of times if you do it as an an adult movie, it's campy. You know, it's just it doesn't work. That's why I also chose the the kid thing. Yeah. So what do you have planned? I, for at the least future? that's my opinion. What's like the next project you have planned, or do you not? Oh, do you have I one can't. Right now? I can't tell you that. <laughs> it's gonna be a. It's. I was. You know. I was gonna. St we're, we're gonna see how how this does. I mean, it's not. It's gonna do what it does because it's just a like you said a micro budget hundred dollar film. We're just trying to kind of get something out there, show that we don't totally suck, right? <laughs> um, which <laughs> that's still up in the air. But um, uh, it, it, I'm thinking that it'll probably be something adult themed. Although I do, it's hard because the kid thing is just a lot of fun. It's yeah. it's hard though with with kids films. I hope I don't get slammed for this, but you know, with the Disney Monopoly, it's pretty tough with kids films. Yeah, Slim loves rom coms. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. you know, you know, I absolutely don't so, like rom coms. <laughs> Actually, actually, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. He yeah. said rom coms because the one thing I was gonna compliment you on was the fact that your character Russ played like this mentor, this kind of like father figure to Adrian, without becoming a love interest to Adrian's mother. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you like? Well, yeah. It's funny that you said that because we actually cut that down. That was. That was bigger, yeah. Yeah, he was a love interest, all right. We cut that down. <laughs> we cut that. Hey, you got to get some perks. The movie only made 100 bucks. not like I made anything. <laughs> got to get some ass, dude. Anyway, that's bad. Bad, bad, bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, adult-oriented probably next. Um, but I, I, like the, I like the kid thing. I, I really enjoyed the robot. I... I personally think the robot character can have some legs. So hopefully people will like it and, you know, we'll get some positive feedback, make another movie, right? Yup.
Definitely, man. So. Did you have a Kickstarter to get it in the um, the yeah. uh, the festivals? Yeah, we we spoke about that before. Actually, if I could use your guys' show, would you mind? I don't know how much time we have. Not at all. We have about uh, ten minutes left. Okay. Well, let me hit this up. There's something. There's a secret that I didn't actually tell you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I go to school for film now, but I used to be in a touring band, actually. Um, and I'm going to start a, a Kickstarter, like you're saying, to fund the thing. And I think I'm going to make a song um, and put that up there and kind of provide something when people, you know, donate the money. I kind of feel bad. You can see with the $100 budget thing that I'm not real big on the, you know, taking the money thing. Yeah. I have a tough time with that one. I have a, I have a tough time. Other people are really, like, free with it, and I have a really hard time. I like to earn my, excuse my fresh shit, you know, I yeah. like to earn my money. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to kind of do probably a, a trade-off type of thing. They can get a song or the movie or whatever for a donation type of deal. I'm thinking, like we had talked about. Cool. And, uh, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think we'll do that. And I think what I'm really pointing at is for the next project that you alluded to, I think I'm going to do it on that for sure. Nice. So, that's really where my, my focus is right now is to kind of get get everything ready, do the Kickstarter thing, and work that way. So are you so. still in a touring band? No. I actually left. Uh, long story short, we were together until 2011, and I left that and began at least starting towards this year. So I still own the rights to music. I was in court for a long time on the rights to the music. Oh, wow. So uh, yeah, that's a, that's all. That's a whole nother show, gentlemen. It's, but it's but yeah, you piqued my interest. So I'm like, I well, did, did you write? Was that music all stuff that you had written and the other guys? Oh yeah, to... yeah, yeah. We we had uh, we had thousand uh, ten. We had uh, the number one song in thirteen different major markets. Yeah. Oh wow. Yes, I wrote it. I wrote it. Co-produced it. Yeah, I did that. Oh, time. so this was that's this why. song was like aired on radio. And yeah. Stuff and, Thirteen markets. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes. And you weren't yes. getting any yep. credit for it, is what you're saying. The other. Dude. Uh, yeah. I, we we had a very ugly separation from the record company, and um, and as as I'm kind of kind of conveying to you guys right now, um, I feel that it, like you guys are. You work hard on your show. You should retain the ownership of your show. Yeah. You shouldn't just. And that's, yeah. I feel very strongly about that. That's why I did the robot movie for a hundred bucks. And I can, I can swear, right? Didn't yeah, yeah. sell my ass off. Didn't sell my ass off like a hooker and just, you know, <laughs> try to work underneath somebody else as a PA. You know what that is, right? So, um, I, I work very hard to kind of keep that continuity. So that's really this, this little goofy movie that we did was the best, was a quick start that I could get going on that. Cool. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, because I had talked to talk to uh, you guys about the Kickstarter thing and whatnot. I I do think that's a good idea. Yeah, it is. And that's, yeah, and that's I just always feel bad with the take. You know what I mean from your from your audience. I was never really great at that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I got you know you you know what I'm saying because people work really hard for their money. You know what I'm saying. Mm. It's uh, it's tough, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do something because I'd like to make another film and keep it independent. Cool. I do. I do so. have one more question about your band, and I won't bring it up again. Yeah, God, I, it's it's hey, we, we can do another show. I got it, man. <laughs> I just wanted to know what type of music you guys played. The band was called Down in Hollywood. We weren't too ugly for porn until we were signed by uh, Transmission Two 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 Records, that was a subset of Capital, and uh, we were alternative rock. 
Okay. Um, you can find you can you can find the stuff online. Blah. Nice. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> so uh, it's 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 if we're all independent artists, be very careful of the circles you run in. No matter how fun it looks, eventually somebody pays the bills. Right. And uh, at the end of the day, make sure that you own your stuff because if you don't, you're gonna end up in court for four years. <laughs> oh <laughs> there my go. god, bro. Jeez. Oh my god. What's the craziest hey. thing that happened to you touring? Oh, you don't want to know that. Yes, we do. <laughs> you don't want to know that. We absolutely do. <laughs> a, a lot of stuff. Um, let's just say I heard a story once upon a time of somebody who got blown out. You know what I mean by blown out. Blown out um, was in a city probably 1,800 miles from their their home, and she was good looking broad, nice and broad in the back of a car with, um, uh, what was it, a, a bottle of uh, antifreeze fell out in the antifreeze. In the antifreeze. That happened to you, Pete. <laughs> oh, 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 Joni. I heard, I, heard story, I, heard, I heard stories like that. <laughs> I heard stories like that. Blown out, banging in antifreeze in the back of cars. In a puddle of antifreeze? So, yeah, you realize it That's later. How Slim you know, was people conceived. realize it later. That's how Slim was conceived. I, my my band guys were, you know, they were interesting. They were wild. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you my personal stories now. No, no, right. no, 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 no. You did. I'm not. You not know. I'm not. But but that's actually true. He took her. He took her back to to uh, the car, and they were. <laughs> Banging in the backseat of the car to get away from everybody, and they realized they popped the bottle of antifreeze and were banging in the antifreeze for. Oh, did, to, did it end up in the ER, in the emergency room? Oh, yeah, well, the problem is he come back in to do the other part of the show, and guess who smelled like total shit? Like, <laughs> we're like, what the fuck, dude? So, yeah. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. That's Hi, crazy. Chicago. I'll say that. Chicago. <laughs> that was in Chicago. Is, where are you from? Are you from Chicago? I am from Detroit, actually. I was born and raised in Detroit. So, yep. Born and raised, and then we went to L.A. for a little while, and then came back here to go to school, and we're currently doing uh, the filming stuff here in, in uh, Michigan. Cool, cool. So, yeah. Awesome, yep, yep. Man. Did a lot of time in Flint, which now everybody knows Flint. That's horrible why they know it, but... <laughs> Um, we came out of a, my band came out of a place called the machine shop. We were the first like main band out of the machine shop and proud of that. And that place is in Flint. So glad to see that they're getting a little something, you know, but yep. From, from Michigan. Cool, man. Cool. The happy attitude state. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Lead in, lead in the water. Yeah. yeah that's the Flint. That's the Flint. Is it still going yeah, on? It's, it's, it's got good people there though they're good people there because of all I, the I you know you wish the best for everybody <laughs> i don't don't you like don't you like how i'm being political though <laughs> come on man <laughs> i'm trying <laughs> anyway yeah so yeah from michigan cool man. you guys in new jersey right yeah, yeah. the armpit of america yep. <laughs> good good times over there. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. You got some big cities over there. Got lost over there a few times. A lot of slums. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you tour out of here? 
Yeah, we've been we've been doing we did it all we did we did too many places back in the day. <laughs> so did lots of places, lots of the radio shows, you know. That's what I miss. I miss talking to guys like you, you know, it's kinda it's kinda weird going in hermitude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was uh yeah, it was it's it's fun. Cool. It's fun. Music and the road and meeting people and talking to people, it's a good time, dude. Nice dude. Talking to guys like you. It's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You know? Yeah, well, otherwise I'd be in my room telling myself this freaking antifreeze story. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time that dude was in the antifreeze? <laughs> yeah. at, least, at least I got two dudes that, you know, that have to listen to me for a minute. Four. <laughs> got four right Four here. guys here. Yeah, you can't run away just yet. Anyway, <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, Rob, where can everybody find the movie? Um, you know, you can go, let's just stick generic. I would, I would like to send them to the site, but let's just stick with the Facebook, you know, the typical facebook.com backslash robot heart, the movie, you can check it there. You could robot heart, the movie on Twitter. Like I know you, you can go to your show and I, you can find me through your show. Cool, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I'm hanging with you guys. I'm hanging with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> So, nice. Russ, the guy on the motorcycle, this dude the, the gives up my The best character in the movie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. The man, Good, yeah, you couldn't tell that dude was freaking tired and <laughs> uh, not my greatest performance. It was a kid movie, though, right? It was, it was good, man. <laughs> I liked it. I, yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed it. But did you? I mean, we're, we're going to, you know, I do believe that the, uh, the uh, edit, the film festival it's a little more linear, which means it, it kind of goes through a little quicker, makes a little more sense, you know. But I felt bad as, as you know, when people give you your time and whatever, you kind of feel bad, cutting, you know, everything hitting the cutting room floor. Yeah. So I kind of wanted just because they gave me their time and whether whether it was great or not, I, and, you know, I'll probably look wrong for it, but <laughs> I wanted to put out an edit that just had everybody in it nice. that participated. Right. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. And, uh, and I, yeah, you know, I think people sometimes don't understand, like you guys. I've, I've talked to you guys about that. It's, it, it, it's a lot of work to do this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yup. And any, uh, any it, it can be. A, yeah, yeah. To, a to, to, you know, to get to the part where we're telling any free stories, there's a lot of goddamn work it takes to get there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, whether it be small or large, whether they were great acting talents or not, I didn't want to belittle anybody's talent, and I wanted to give everybody their moment. And that's, that's awesome. what the first edit really is about um and unfortunately <laughs> the film festival edit's a little bit shorter but yeah. we do have the edit out there that everybody can see where everybody and like everybody participated and like i said they are all um they're just people off the street cool man. you know cool yeah. we have to wrap so, this up rob but uh, uh thank I, you so much i'm long-winded i know <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I will definitely uh, tweet you the uh, the show and the interview when it goes up. Oh, I appreciate you guys' time, man. I hope uh, I hope you don't duck me in the future. No. Uh, yeah, I hope to talk to you guys again soon. Yeah, Absolutely, man. brother. Yeah. All righty, we'll talk to you soon. Yep. All right, Take man. Have a good one. All righty, peace. Night. It was cool. Cool, dude. That was really awesome. All right, guys, we're going to break. We will be back with Ricky. Matt Bola Cola has been recalled. Do not drink Matt Bola Cola. I repeat, here on the Matt Bolas podcast, do not drink Matt Bola Cola.
Yo, what's up, Rogers and Rogettes? Matt Bullis here with a special report on Matt Bullicola. It's been recalled, so if you have any Matt Bullicola, don't drink it. Hey, guys, we're doing free fucking chili day at the Wendy's. It's coming up soon. Nick motherfucking Arthur will be there distributing with Crobo. Me and Dusty Ray will also be there with the special wrestling event. It depends on what Wendy's we hold the location at, whether the chili will be scalding hot, but we plan on having scalding hot chili wrestling. The Rick, Chris, and I actually would recommend that you check out Robot Chris, Heart and show it to your kids. Your kids, dude, kids dude, my kids. Yeah, yeah, I'll check you it out. didn't want to stop watching it. William, he went off to play. I don't know if it's Madden or whatever on the Wii. Um, he watched most of it, and then, but he wanted to watch it with, um, my dad. Uh huh. Like he never got a chance. He wanted to the one day. Ricky's on. I'm just gonna hit call and go grab a beer. Let's see. Is it going through? I don't hear anything. I heard it. Oh, here it goes. Hey. Oh, hey now. Ricky. What's going on? What's going on, man? I told you guys twice, and I was like, wait a minute. And then I get the message from Rog. It's like, dude, I'm waiting for you to call. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just realized, like, you were on, and you called us. And I'm like, all right, let me call him. Let me... Let me step back and swallow my pride and call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's going on, dude? Chinatown for a Smash tournament. I'm doing a commentary for this group that's uh, down in the city. That's fucking awesome. Oh, cool. Is it your tournament, or are you doing it with some other guys? Doing it with some other guys. I have my own tournament on Thursdays, which I'm not streaming. This one's actually streaming live. So I was just doing commentary, and I was like, oh, i got to go at like 7.30. Wow. <laughs> are they paying you, or they better be? Not yet, because you know what it is? It's just like, it's such a small, like, local. Like, you get paid for commentary if, one, you can prove yourself you're good in a local. And when it's, like, a bigger tournament, like a national or a regional, uh, that's when you get, like, paid for commentary. But, like, this, you just kind of do for practice, basically. That's cool, I, I want to hear, like, right now. We yeah! usually wait till the end, but I want to hear right now, like, 30 seconds of Smash commentary. Um, you could even go. Uh, the one I'm doing is uh, twitch.tv slash House of 2000. I, I want you to do it like right now, like you were watching a, a match, just like all the time. Yeah, phone. like Slim's Pikachu is. Yeah, like Pikachuing. <laughs> oh, he should have done commentary for the boxing match. I know, <laughs> Ricky, you got that, you got that cadence and that voice, dude. You could totally, totally be a host of a show or like an auctioneer. I feel. Yeah, I gotta speed up my voice for an auctioneer, of course. But uh, yeah, no, I could, I'm done. For, uh, for anything, dude. Like, you know, I could help you guys out anytime. Nice. Cool, man. Do you do commentary oh. for other games as well, or just uh, Smash Brothers? No, just Smash for now, because that's the only game I'm, like, actually knowledgeable in. Because the other right. game, because you have to also not sound stupid on microphone, because you could, you know, you could also, like, read the player's mind, but you also have to know, like, the tech 
that comes with like certain things. Like you know, it's like you can't just say, oh, you know, they, he did just this move like eight times. It's like no, it's like why did he do that move eight times in a row? That type of thing. Wow, is this like the smash? Is this the smash for the Wii U or is this the Wii or? Yeah, because the melee one, like I, I don't play much. I actually like watch more than I play. But damn, that's that's more complex than this uh, than the Wii U game for sure. Like the the tech that goes like involved in melee, it's ridiculous. Wow, dude. Now, do you still play games? Because I know you're working all the time, and between doing this, do you still have time to play anything? Not recently, no. Like, I've been working so much overtime at my like my, my one job that, like, once the hours get cut down, maybe I can take a breather. But, like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's been it's been rough. I haven't touched, like, a game. Even this game I haven't touched in a while. I've just wow. been watching it more, playing it, honestly. you got to just knock somebody out and start playing. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> What um are there any games you're looking forward to in like the next the next couple months? Uh so far I don't even know what's coming out. Like that's how bad I'm behind. Like wow. I haven't even caught up on like their latest news. Like the only thing I know so far is how like No Man's Sky was like so hyped to be something huge and it turned out to be a flop. Ah, oh, we gotta get a toss from Cobra. Actually I saw um there's a group. No Man's Sky, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Like Our buddy Cobra was running, and one of the guys just yeah. just posted yesterday or the day before, like, I have no more passion for this. I'm done. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor Cobra. Dude, have you heard about this game, Christian? Like, Wait, it's, like, like it's a crazy... Like, like the, the spaceship, like a yeah. planetary... Experience. Yeah, and it's real time. It could take you a month to find me and me to find you. It's, it. it's like, a crazy idea. But it's a great like... idea. Like, my buddy Mike got it, and it's yeah. a total Mike game, uh, but... He said, like, the whole thing is you can go rogue and, like, totally just be a space pirate. That's awesome. Steal people's, like, raid people's ships and steal their cargo. And I'm like, that's fucking cool, dude. Then you're wanted and people coming after you. I heard there's, like, a law of physics in the actual game where, like, the closer you get to the galactic core, the more alien-looking the life forms. And I heard there's, like, warnings when you go to certain planets. It's, like, so hot you can only be there for, like, 20 minutes before finding shelter and stuff. I heard it's, like, really intense. And, like... I heard the creators don't even know everything in the game. Right, because it's all generated yeah, it's, by... Yeah. It's randomized, yeah. It's all randomized. And these guys, you know, they, they had a good idea. But the thing is, you're talking about finding each other. Like, you could find stuff that was left behind. The only problem is you can't interact with other people, even if you're on the same server or not. You can, you can find other people's planets that they named or whatnot, but you cannot play with each other. You can't play with a friend online like from what i've heard like it's no multiplayer like single player solo just kind of looking at stuff oh because we were told so, like you could play with people but you'd have to find them like and it would take forever yeah. it's funny because like i remember there was an interview where one of the creators is like um yeah like even if two of you guys are on the same planet like you won't see each other for for some odd reason like there's some sort of something but they haven't really fully connected it as they wanted to wow. plus two right here like the, the creatures just look awfully generated like <laughs> You know, they were promising the ET trailer, like, you know, this beautiful-looking place, and then he got fucked-up-looking dinosaurs walking around. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, like, real pixelated or, like, one big block? No, not, not only, not like that. I mean, it looks like a hamster T-Rex. Like, <laughs> They, they got a Slambo T-Rex. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a real blocky thing. Like, let me try to draw one right now. <laughs> like this. Yeah, but some of them have like something between the legs, but you're not sure if it's a penis or if it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> that's how uh, Slim was born. Right. <laughs> and that's that's the thing we... about Kickstarter games, because you know that was a game that was like uh, kickstarted, and then oh, Sony got piece. the rights to advertise it. And then, and that's and that's a problem now because if if these Kickstarter games aren't coming out that well, why would somebody just put their like money towards making a game that's going to turn out to be shit? Yeah. 
Dude, that game was being made for how many years, man? Yeah. Like, there was just... For five years? Yeah, like, we talked to Cobra, and it was, like, years later. He did a podcast about it coming out. Like, I didn't even know. I yeah. thought he had, like, footage, but it was just... I don't know what it was. It was, like, one, like, looped video. Like, dude, it was, like, forever. And then I saw, like, a week ago, it finally came out. And, like, it's like, wow, man. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And then it also, like leads into the other space game that people have been hyped for for years, Star Citizen, which actually looks like the better game, but it, now at this point, I feel like it has to be the better game. It's not the same game like No Man's Sky. It's not an exploration game. It's actually a space... It's like, it's like space exploration, but there's also wars and, like, battles and such that happens wow. as well. And it's been an alpha for such a long time because this game... This game is, this, this game is like, the most funded game. It's, like, a couple of million at least funded. Yeah, and... And the, and the thing is, like, and it's actually popular. And <laughs> so there, there's a monster. We're, we're making our own No Man's Sky. Me and Chris were just playing No Man's Sky. We had our own characters. Rob wins. And that was a spaceship. <laughs> and my Bulbasaur, or whatever this is, I don't know. It's a Bulgebasaur. It's a Bulgebasaur. <laughs> it's a Bulgebasaur, and uh, Slamborghini is going later to the ER to get that taken care of. But, um... Did you wow. see the video on YouTube uh, with the, like, they had the E3 footage, which had Jurassic Park music, and then they showed the actual game footage that has the, the fucked up version of the Jurassic Park theme? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh, I have to send you that. I gotta see if I can send it through Skype. It's fuck. it's great. That's great. What, um, did you see the, um, the remake of Jurassic Park, Jurassic World? Um, I have not, but I've heard so many good things about that movie. Dude, I, I got it for Christmas last year and i still haven't seen it bro I, when the boys were up this summer i was like you know we gotta watch this one day we still never got around to it but yeah sauce it's... our buddy sauce said it was cool yeah that, 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 now it's just to make a like at least a decent like jurassic park game i heard the last game is absolutely decent but imagine like a game like no man's sky but with like infinite dinosaurs and like one planet or something like that Dude. you gotta like around and do that see i feel like mass effect did it perfectly what they're trying yeah. to do like i feel like it was you know mass effect it was you know it was consuming time consuming it, it was uh elaborate but it still wasn't like like they're saying no man's sky yeah. is like i don't know i just feel like it was perfected in that game and i don't know you're gonna go farther like i feel the guys that made mass effect never got laid like so yeah. <laughs> like it's a and great game even, and they didn't but... even accomplish what they said they were going to accomplish yeah they didn't stick to it at all no no but yeah definitely but uh this is your guys first show uh back from like your break right no, second, second bro show. second yeah. yeah i'm behind already your, your <laughs> second best ricky <laughs> fuck bro i tried to get you on the first show but someone's like no don't you dare ricky on the first show and yeah like, Fuck, Slim. You're working out, bro. You says, don't bully me, bro. <laughs> Shit. Cyberbullying is still bullying, Slim. And he just doesn't get it, bro. But I get it. Because I cyberbully all the fucking time. Uh. It's sweet. It's sweet. <laughs> you just did and, that today. Uh, yes. I have cyberbullied today as we speak. I'm cyberbullying right now. What, um, Ricky, did you see the new, um, the new Zelda? Did you see any of the new Zelda? Yes, I absolutely love it. They're still it's, making those? It's, it's, so, it's so funny because it's like, Dude, th th stop. that was like Nintendo's make or break thing. If this Zelda did not look good, like, they, they would be in deep shit. That's their, like, well, not their one thing, but it's it's one of the main things. Like, if they fuck a Zelda up, yeah, no. They take their time making it. I, 
I saw a couple clips, and it did look to me a lot like the Wayward Sword. Was that the last one? The Skyward, Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword, Sword. Yeah. yeah, it did remind me of that, which I, dude, I couldn't play it, man. Like, I don't like swinging the remote around and shit. It's just... no, there's that, that's not an option anymore. You straight up are using your, your sticks now. You're using sticks and buttons. So, like a joystick? Like... Just a controller? Yep, like a controller. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, because that's what I had the problem with in Skyward Sword. Like, I got real tired. Wasn't just... it like that in um, uh, Twilight Princess, too? When I the, didn't you have get the, the Twilight Wii version? Princess for the Wii. I only had it for the Cube. Oh. Yeah, they, yeah, it was funny because they, 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 they had the original version on the GameCube. They released the flip version on the Wii because, every, because it made Link right-handed. And then they re-released it on the Wii U HD, and you use a controller again. You don't have to worry about using the the the, the Wii U controller anymore. The, With Twilight Princess, they actually re re-released. Well, for I the thought Wii it came U. out when the Wii came out, so it came out on yeah. both systems, I think. Yeah, it came out at the same time, just like um the new um the new Zelda the uh, um the, the the what is it the the freaking wind something I forgot the, the Wind Waker. Already. The wind. Oh, no, 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 the, the, the wind, uh, wind of the Wild, that's the one. Breath oh, that's the, the new of the Wild. Okay. Yeah. See, that's the new one, and that one has the same art style as Skyward Sword, uh, but the thing is, it's completely different from all the other games, because it ju it's just like the first Zelda, where, um, what up, man, how you been? <laughs> man, hold on one second, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, sorry about that. We got people people at the tournament server. That. I'm on a I'm on a I'm on a podcast right now, getting interviewed. So put him on the phone. <laughs> so, so, yeah, put him on. <laughs> oh, okay. He's like, nah, he's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude, you're a, you're a busy man. Did you see Ricky? Are you gonna get the um the NES? Reboot, not reboot, no, but no. reissue. I just, I just feel like I, I have emulators for that, you oh. know, and I have an actual NES. I don't know. Like I just, yo, you still have you an NES? Waste my, of course I do. I have a still working, great condition NES. That's oh, cool. yeah, so you don't need the oh, man, You man. are the man, bro. I wish I still, I, I wish I still have my N sixty four, man. Dude, I sold my NES to get the N sixty four, which was a, still a good <laughs> idea, but um. I remember for years throughout my 20s, like, I couldn't go to sleep at night without beating Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson's punch out, or I thought he was talking shit about me. <laughs> I couldn't go to bed any night without beating Mike Tyson because I thought he was talking shit about me, bro. <laughs> that motherfucker. Games of Mike Tyson talking shit? Mm. You can't beat game? My friend you Kevin, like, was like, why do you play that every night? I'm like, bro, Mike Tyson is talking shit if I don't beat him every night. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, but, like, I still have all my original consoles. I still have an NES, an SNES, uh, 64, have my wow. PlayStation 2. Oh, uh, what about I, a PS1? Uh, the original Game Boy, the brick. Dude, and I got I... the brick. I got two of the Cinderblocks. The nice. Original, the originals. I don't know if one works or not. I think they were my sister's, and she doesn't get them back because she moved, left them at my house, and she's a girl, so they're mine now. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> actually. It was actually bought originally from my sister, the and then I just took it. Like, oh, it's mine now. <laughs> oh, that's great, dude. What, um, ha have you been following the Robin Slim show at all? Or are you too uh, busy? Well, no, I haven't started yet. For uh, the new season, so Ever. I haven't even listened uh, as far as last week. <laughs> I'm already a week behind. Oh, <laughs> you missed a lot of great shit, man. Dude, we are the greatest. Yes. Of all time. Yeah. Very strong start. Yeah. Well, kid, kid, or kid, or elaborate. I want to know now. <laughs> uh, or do I have to catch 
Oh, the first yeah. the, the first, episode the first episode was great. The first episode, great. We talked to uh, Stephen Manley, yeah, who uh, played Spock in Star Trek Three. He played young he played Spock. The kid Spock, yeah. That's awesome, dude. He was so cool. He has so many great stories. Yeah. He was the fucking best, and we talked to a lot of other good people. And yep. We're just growing, man. We're blowing up, blowing up. Not just you stream anymore, because I know you're on YouTube and you're on some other podcasting apps, right? IPM, IPM is a live, like, internet radio station, and we're looking to get off live stream because they are fucking cunts. Uh, they're trying to charge people, and uh, it's just really shitty. It freezes a lot. It's hard to, yeah. like, get on. Like, just earlier tonight, my girlfriend couldn't get on for the, the fight, and she was really, really pissed. Like, that sucks. Like, yeah, you shouldn't that's like have... Yeah, a big event that's live. Yeah, you shouldn't have trouble, that. like, watching us. Or yeah, exactly. Have to pay when we don't yeah. charge. We're not making anything off of what they're trying to charge people. I feel like that's illegal what they're doing. Yeah, Unless you probably maybe you agree to something. Just like Sasa though, like it sounds like a corporation. Like it would, you know, you can't fight that shit. Like. Yeah, it's, it's so funny because podcasting has become such a big thing now that like everybody wants a piece of the pie, and it's just depending on who you go to, you're either gonna get shitted on or get treated well, and it just it just very it's it's pick and choosy because you never know who you're gonna deal with. Yeah, you hear like. From other podcasts, yo, don't go on this way, go on this way, you know that type of thing. Ricky, you you did the podcast for a while. You did two broke gamers. Um, do you want to get back into podcasting, or is it something yeah. you're, you're? Once I have enough time in my life, yes, I do want to. Uh, I just haven't had the moment to do so yet, but Ooh. I definitely want to because it's something I I want to do. I just have to manage my time and also pay bills. I <laughs> so, say you yeah. come back when you start one and you box your old co-host. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got it. That's the best way to start a season. Yeah, right? The boxing match, bro. <laughs> I will co-host, but, you know, he's still my friend, of course. And um, he's actually just, like, a manager now at a store. Oh, yeah, and he does work. I, it's like he has zero time now. You don't need C that Christian time. and I are better friends now that we... No, we're not. <laughs> Slim, I was never your friend. <laughs> How's your arm? <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. I give up. I only got 140 pounds on you. I'm tired. <laughs> I a good show. I saw the people you were interviewing later today, and I'm just like, oh, shit, these guys. Dude, nice. We're yeah. getting bigger and bigger names, and we're bringing you along, Ricky. Hell yeah. I'm the smallest name. I still have nothing. Nah, <laughs> you're awesome, dude. You're awesome. Okay. You yeah, are. Like a... You're our buddy, bro. Of course. And like I was saying, I'm starting up my own stream and stuff myself. Like I want to see, cause I like I like I said, I help these guys out on Wednesday nights. Like every Wednesday, I do commentary and I help them out, like run a tournament. But Thursday, I run my own tournament in Westchester, so nice. that's where I get my own. Because there was a scene of Smash Bros in the Westchester area, but um, I don't know if I told you the story. But the the tournament got shut down, oh, and it was only wow. because like new 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 ownership came through to the venue, cause they like they were giving the venue out for free. Like, for not only to us, but a bunch of other people. And um, they were just, the new management came in, and they were just like, uh, no, you guys got to go. Oh. You either got to pay, or you got to go. I thought they were like drugs or animals fighting for money. No. Ah, <laughs> no. that would have been a cool story. Yeah. <laughs> I still, Ricky, I still want to hear what it sounds like if you were commentating a Smash game. Oh. I, I want to hear the technical stuff so yeah. bad. Like, like, I want to hear while well, Pikachu is getting ready to zone with his lightning strike, whatever. Like, I just want to <laughs> hear it. 
<laughs> definitely, dude. It's on Twitch right now. I mean, the tournament's going to go until oh, about maybe 10, 10 30. I wanted to do it on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, He's taking our <laughs> it's gonna be kind of hard because also you have to like wait for it. you can't just like do play by play like you know right. you just can't call every move you have to call the certain moves because you have to really highlight I what they're trying to do move, and, what and I would like. anticipate moves like even if you didn't I'd be like Slim just Pikachu yeah, yeah. his pants <laughs> <laughs> he just puffed all over himself what the fuck bro this reminds me it was a story at a, a big uh, Smash tournament that happened a couple of weeks ago. And um, he's, this guy was a, he, he's a bigger Smash player. He, he said he wants no names. He beat the kid, and he was like a younger kid, but he beat him so badly he literally shit his pants. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no names, but he shit his pants. I feel bad for the kid. Like, and I was like, oh that's my god, amazing. that's great. <laughs> that means you're taking a video game way too soon. Dude, I want footage of that. <laughs> that if there's some sort of that would be awesome. That feels like the best tournament ever. Dude, I beat that beat the shit out of somebody, literally. <laughs> you can't top that, bro. <laughs> you can't. Like, you just retire after that. <laughs> oh, man. This goes out to the guy who made the kid shit. <laughs> That's the interesting, interesting sitting outside the venue because, you know, there's a monitor showing the tournament and there's people passing by like, oh, what's... What's this? What's this <laughs> guy doing, <laughs> huh? Hey, Robin what, Slim. What, what? Just start yeah, screaming right? at Robin Slim. 100 years, Robin Slim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But definitely, I mean, like, once, like I said, once I get my life more together, I could definitely talk more about games and whatnot. Cool, so, man. definitely. Oh, and there was a point that I was making when I got, before I got distracted by that dude, the, the Breath of the Wild, uh, the Zelda game. Yes. That is going to be like the Twilight Princess game where they're releasing it on both consoles at the same time. So remember how Twilight Princess is on the GameCube and on the Wii? Yeah. Uh, doing it with this game too, but the new console for Nintendo, the NX, which is called the NX right now. There's no official name for it. But like, that's why I was saying that Nintendo really has to hope, they really had to make a good Zelda game because they want that console to sell. I heard the Wii U did not do good. No, that's why this console has to do very well, or else they're fucked. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's kind of like they got the last generation's games. They got, like, PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 games, like, and had that weird controller, which I heard died really fast. Like, I heard it was a, I heard it was a flop. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, like 10 million plus sales is still not a flop, but compared to the other two that's making, like, a shitload of money and a shitload of sales, like, it's it's not a good luck. My kids never even, like, they wanted it, but we never got it, and, like, we still buy regular Wii games, like, like GameStop and shit. Yeah, like, the Wii was, like, huge The Wii, like, is, I feel it's a little gimmicky, but they yeah. still love it, dude. Well, you know what it is, too? It was a lot gimmicky, because it, it, it had its audience... It was a very casual audience, but then that casual audience all went to cell phones and stuff. That's why a lot of, like, games are, like, the, the, the audience that Nintendo lost and they thought they could regain with the Wii U was the people who are playing games on their phone. Like, why am I going to have to spend $60 in a game when I could download an app for free and play in that? And that's why their new console, it's rumored that they may have mobile games, but then also it's like a, it's like a portable console. So you can play at home and you can play where you're on the go, but that's still rumored like nintendo has legit said nothing about what this console is but it's most likely going to be that only because they want to try to get that audience back like they lost it they need oh, them back oh wow i didn't know that man yeah because because um and that's the thing you want console quality games on the go and there's a there's a few of those out there but you know it's it, it's basically nintendo wants to put their stuff out there and have you take their shit everywhere they go yeah that's their goal 
Nice. We Put want deep. everyone to take our shit with him. Fucking Robin Slim forever. Robin oh, yeah. Slim app. Yes! Is there an official app? Yes! <laughs> it should be. It's coming. As soon as Slambo <laughs> gives us his credit card, it leaves it in the bathroom. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Right next to his funeral. <laughs> you pry out of my cold, dead hands. Fuck yeah, we will. Ricky, we gotta let you go, dude, but where can everybody find you and your tournaments? Uh, right now, um, check me out at uh, Twitter. You'll find everything there. And also, I do have a Facebook again. I gotta find you, Rob. What? You did not <laughs> yeah. add me? I am hurt. Dude, I just recreated it for Smash because I had to keep up with like all the Smash tournaments. Yeah. And somebody just got bodied. <laughs> what happened? What? Did you say you just no, got a body? just got bodied because I just heard like a bunch of yelling from inside and I missed it completely. What, what is bodied? <laughs> Put us on speaker. I'll yell at them. No. Because it's funny because like I said, body it's check? a tournament in Chinatown and it's basically a hallway. Like, it's very, very thin. It's, like, so crowded. There are chicken fights. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I love chicken fights. Those are my favorite. <laughs> no, no, that's on the street. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for, for uh, allowing me on the show. Dude, um, thank you. You, and you catch me on Twitter, of course, and I'll find you on Facebook. You just add me or whatever. I'll just do whatever. Fuck it, dude. <laughs> cool. All right, that's brother. Tricky. All right, thank you, guys. Take care. Take Later, care, bro. Man. Have a good one. Awesome, it was great catching up with Ricky. Yeah, man. And we will be back with Jason Canning. Yes, that's awesome. He is, he is a cool great. dude, man. Shut up and sit down. I'm the Slamborghini, baby. I feel we need to have the booze and guns program. For as many booze as you can drink down, you get a gun. Each fucking shot, you get a gun, baby. That's yeah, why I vote for myself, baby. The Slamborghini 2016. Yeah! I'm on every drug known to man, baby. Fuck yeah! You go to the boardwalk, you don't want to see some fucking crackhead. It's hurting till it's squirting, baby. Yeah! Slamborghini for President 2016. Awesome, yep. and we are on live with voice actor and comedian Jason Canning. Hey guys, welcome live from Pinewood Studios. Ah, that's your, is that your studio? Yeah, yeah, I've got wow. my studio here, and um, I'm a, I've already alarmed the security guys, because not many people are working at, at one in the morning. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for, for calling us, I know you're back in England. Pleasure. Dude, that's awesome. What um what brought you back there? Was it work? Yes. Um I uh obviously, you know, the animation stuff I do uh which is super fun and then uh I also do quite a lot of commercial stuff and I'm doing a contract with one of the big cell phone companies here. So, um I had to come back to the UK to do some uh promos and commercials and stuff for those guys. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, is that a lot, like physically, to to go back and forth? Yeah, it is. It it uh, it it always sounds way better when somebody else tells you, "Oh, yeah, I'm flying back to the UK or I'm flying to LA backwards and forwards." But when you actually do it, it is it is quite uh, quite grueling. I but, can imagine yeah, I, the flights too. Like just a flight <laughs> for a couple hours is rough. Like just the people, yeah. like you know, so like. If they fucking like touch you, you're like, ah, get away from me. <laughs> get away from me, you savage. I, 
this is how I break it down. It's five movies. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's the timeline. That's crazy. That's it. Five movies, and uh, which I do every time virtually. Five <laughs> movies, and you're on the other side of the world. Oh, wow, <laughs> dude. That's crazy. <laughs> Where do you prefer to be? Where do you prefer to be? Uh, England or, or L.A.? Um, Weather-wise and work-wise, L.A., and everything else, England. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. <laughs> but they are, I'll tell you what, they are the lovely, lovely people. In, I mean, I, I mean, I've become an American citizen last year, so awesome. um, I, I just love uh, America. And I, 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 you know, you know what's really strange? Every, all Americans think British people are so polite, and yet it's totally the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I always think you guys are incredibly polite, and your customer service is insane. So when I come back to England, I sound like every American I've ever met in England, going, oh, my God, the, the service and the portions are so small. <laughs> Man, that's crazy being in both of those places. Um, how often do you go back and forth? Do you live, like, half a year here and half a year there? Um, yeah, that's probably, about, that's probably about right. Sometimes it's a three-month trip back to L.A. or a six-month trip. Um, but that's that's only been happening sort of the last three or four years. Uh, before that, I was, you know, solidly in, in L.A. Um, from like 2004, 2005. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. Now, do uh, you do stand up still, too? Like, cause I... yeah, yeah, occasionally, occasionally. Um, stand up is awesome. I love it. Um, it, it bleeds into my uh, voiceover work, um, especially when I sort of land jobs, you know, that require improv and comedy timing, if you like. But, um, I don't do so much of it now because it takes you out of town. Like I got, I got, you know, to, to headlining level. And at that point you are traveling a lot. Yeah. It takes you out of town, and you know your agents don't particularly like that because you're not there for work. <laughs> wow. You know? So it's it's a tricky one to juggle, but I do still occasionally um, do stand up. It's just I think I will always do stand up. Is that uh, what you did first? Yeah. Well, actually, I first started off um, as a, as a host on uh, on Disney Channel here in the UK. Wow. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that was doing preschool for Playhouse Disney, and I was the uh, I was the storyteller, and um, we had an imaginary uh, garden with a giant beanstalk, and I sat outside as you do telling stories. I feel like I'm there. That, that was the best description. Your voice. Oh my God, that sounds awesome. I know. It's <laughs> Sounds like some sort of pot trip. <laughs> yes. uh, you just see like hobbits like coming out of the bushes. Oh. <laughs> right. I was like, "What is this beanstalk in the garden?" Like, and it had a and it had a slide on it. Seriously, it had a slide running down this giant beanstalk. And I used to have these group of kids who I tell the stories to, and they were only like, sort of like five or six. And of course. All they wanted to do was go on the beanstalk. <laughs> 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 that 
That's so like the, the circle at a target. Attention. The circle at a target, the big circle, like kids just want to go on that thing. Like that's it. They, they don't tripped out. Just like, okay, get on with your story because that slide is seriously awesome. I feel like you were in between like sets, just like, fuck these kids, smoking a cigarette. Like these kids. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. If, if it wasn't on Playhouse Disney, I think. <laughs> my kids, my kids drive me crazy. I can't imagine dealing with a flock of others. Well, it's really true what they say about working with kids. It's it's like you know the guy uh, at the circus who does the plate spinning act. Yes. And you get one going, and then you, and then you have to go back to the other one because that's about to fall off, and occasionally you lose one. Yeah. That's what working with kids is like. <laughs> my, my little you sister wrangled and settled, and then you go, quick, quick, we're losing one, we're losing one. Quick. <laughs> uh, you can go on the slide if you just stand still for a few seconds. Uh, Dude, my younger sister works at a daycare, uh, and like this, this like three year old kid came up to her and said, "You look like you need a baby in your belly." Ah, uh, like randomly. Uh, <laughs> has any kid ever said that to you, Jason? Uh, That's a showstopper. That's <laughs> you can't top that. No, I'd be like, okay, let's uh, let's paint some rainbows. <laughs> Jason, I loved your stand-up. I was watching. I love your uh, bit about your mom squishing the soap together. My mom does that too. I I fucking love that. Well. <laughs> Um, well, she still is uh, a very frugal mother, um, and I must admit, I, I, you know, when it comes to bars of soap, man, I use every bit. Ah, uh, yeah, I do too. <laughs> I start molding it, the little one, into the yeah. big one myself. Like, <laughs> I, I guess we were trained to do that. Is it just me, or a bars of soap become just so uh, so much weaker than they used to be? Like, <laughs> Yes. I hate it when you get a bar of soap down to that level, and then it breaks into two. It's because they don't use the whale fat anymore. Oh, is that it? <laughs> what it is. Yeah. I remember that you couldn't break one of those with your teeth. Like <laughs> <laughs> now they just crumble, and that's when you have to start mold. Well, the minute you start molding the soap together, it loses all the joy of, of bathing in soap. <laughs> Oh, dude, that was so funny. I love that. I was going to ask you, too, um, we, we know you've been in a lot of different um, voice acting roles. You've, you've been in Lego Star Wars. You've, you've been in Ninja Turtles. What is your favorite, your favorite role so far? Uh, well, I, I mean, for me, I, I guess it would have to be the, the Star Wars one, just because I'm such a huge Star Wars fan. I was going to ask. And have been, and so it's kind of like... You know, when they said, would, would you like uh, a role in Lego Star? They didn't even finish the star. I just went, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's got to be such an honor, man. Like, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah, it is. I, uh, you know, those roles, I mean, I was playing opposite, like, Julian Glover, uh, who's a, a huge, like, massive massive british actor he's 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 in the realms of alec guinness julian glover like he's 
you know, those roles. Sir Alec Guinness. You know, yeah, for for where I am in my career, those roles for those kind of uh, animations don't come up very often because, you know, even even the most uh, established actors want to be in those just for the the cool factor with their kids and nephews and and that yeah, sort of stuff. That so, is that that seems like the top, the top right there. It doesn't get it doesn't get much better. And what's so funny now is my studio is right opposite uh Lucasfilm headquarters at Pinewood Pinewood Studios. Wow. So Maybe there'll be uh, a Lego Robin Slim game soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's get one of those in action. <laughs> Gotta be a boss fight. Yeah, that'll be a fight scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. Wow. What did you do before the voice acting and the comedy, Jason? Did you have another profession? Yeah, well, um, I've been doing... I've been in entertainment now since 98 and um most of it back in 98 as, as i say i started with disney channel and was with them for six years and then i got into i got into voiceover because um there was a new channel launching here i don't know if you, you guys know itv studios uh they're a very big big commercial station here in england probably the biggest no uh, i haven't uh, heard of that yeah they asked uh i, I got a role there they wanted me uh, as one of their presenters, one of their hosts, like a MTV style uh, thing. And the budgets ran out very quickly for on-camera stuff. And I just naturally just slipped into the voiceover. They said, well, we're going over to voiceover. So if you want to do that, you can do that. So wow. I found myself then doing voiceover on, on national television. And we, we do it slightly different here. We have uh, live announcers for the television shows so like a sitcom would have that yeah yeah it's kind of like for the big big five big networks here um they have live announcers that you know say you're watching itv in half an hour it's britain's got talent right now though it's coronation street that sort of thing and and so we guide you through the whole schedule cool. uh live Okay. Um, to to the nation live to you know fifty odd million Brits, nice. uh, which was quite daunting uh, when you think about it. If you don't think about it, it's just a you know a foot pedal that makes your mic live and off you go. But when you actually think about you know uh, making any mistakes, you are live and <sighs> yeah, it, it it's sort of like oh. I better not think about that. Let me just do this. <laughs> That's like when we started live, you know, I was like, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. Like, yeah. And uh, we didn't do it as long as we do now. We weren't as good, but it just it just develops. It just gets better. It's good, though, live, right? Um, mm. I mean, wouldn't do it any I other wouldn't way. want to do it any other way. Yeah. Exactly. No. No. Once you've done live, most people, live television, live anything scares a lot of people. Yes. But um, when you do it, there's nothing that can beat live television. Because it's just that happens. that leap, exactly. It's just taking yeah. that leap and then you're there. It's, it's you, yeah. You wouldn't want to do it pre-recorded. The only thing with my first introduction to live was I had ten second snippets. So <sighs> if I didn't deliver my dialogue within nine seconds, I'm off. 
<laughs> so that so, must have been nerve-wracking. That's a bit nerve-wracking, yeah. yes. Yeah, it caught me out a couple of times in the beginning, I will be honest. It wow. was like, but yeah, I tell you what, you only do it a couple of times, and then you're like, I'm never doing that again. Uh, so, yeah, I was introduced. What, what were the shows? We had Judge Judy. Uh, we had Baywatch. Um, <laughs> Oh my! This this yeah, we we had uh, a lot of American content. Um, yeah, and it it was good. And then I sort of sort of stayed with voiceover for quite a while um, until I got to LA, and then that's when the real fun started getting into animation. Wow! Who's the biggest name you've worked with, comedically or acting wise? Um. Oh gosh. Um, I would say I've. Side by side, as in him standing right next to me, I worked with Alfred Molina on um, on uh, Life and Times of Tim on HBO. Alfred Molina, uh, for those who don't know his Dr. name, Rock. know of his work. Yep, Doc Ox, Spider-Man. He yeah. Oh, yeah, he's also yes. he's also the guy that gets like that tries to steal the idol from uh, from Indiana it. Jones. That's yeah. it. Nice one. Yes. Yes, so it was so funny because I had no idea I was going to be working with him. And I got there, and um, another famous guy whose name escapes me said, Oh, um, you're working with Fred today. He's fantastic. Now, I don't know who Fred was um, <laughs> or that he went by Fred. Um, <laughs> so I just go, go into the studio. Big Indiana Jones fan, and I nearly... I nearly like shit a brick when I saw <laughs> Alfred Molina. No, who's Fred? Like, wow. He about it. Um, and he was so, so, so nice. So nice. Um, but I, um, namesake wise, I worked uh, on the same show as um, Mark Hamill and awesome. Henry Winkler. And Lee oh, Winkler. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, and that was on. Um, that was on. Uh, that was on Hero Factory. Okay. What about any Henry other... Winkler's a guy I can listen to tell talk for like days. Like he's just he's so fun. he pulls yeah. you into the story. He's what about um, so endearing? What about yes. any of the guys from uh, Monty Python? Did you ever get to work with any of those guys? No, but I did get to perform in a pub that Eric uh, Eric Idol. Uh, frequents quite a lot um, but it's what was it It was the uh, Fox and Hound in um, in Studio City <laughs> and I did stand up comedy there quite a few times but never never ran into it oh. um, yeah I mean I'd love to I, I, I know um, John Cleese's daughter is now doing stand up um, how about that um, okay. yeah but I, I have not run into any of the uh, the Pythons. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. I love that show. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, funny. I mean that that that's it's timeless, and it was it's so it was so way ahead of its time too. When yeah. it <laughs> the Ministry oh. of Silly Walks. <laughs> and you know, here's an interesting thing. They they said, um, you know, they when you refer to Python, they always think, oh yeah, it's it's you know a lot of East Coast West Coast fans. But when they first uh, tested that in America uh, in, in the 60s, early 70s, that 
played in Texas first wow. and was a hit. Wow, they played really? It, they played it out in Texas first. So it just shows you how broad that comedy was as well and yeah. how it was. It's just funny. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I think my favorite Monty Python was The Life of Brian. The, oh. the guy that was that was born right next to Jesus, but everybody thought he was Jesus. The part with the oh. aliens. The aliens. Oh. <laughs> he has to run through the, the market and he has to when he's doing the haggle scene. How much is this? It's fifty dinars. Great. No, 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 no. You can't just take it. You gotta haggle. What? Well, you got to offer me something really low and insulting, and I go no, and then you come back with another offer. But I just want it. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you gonna ask something, Slim? Yeah, I was curious. Uh, when you do characters that are already established, like you did uh, the voice of uh, Krang, right? He did Krang. He did the Krang. Yeah. Um, yes. How did? Does like Nickelodeon do they send you like hey watch these clips of like other versions of Krang and try to do that or do you have to do your own research like how do you go about deciding on the voice to use for that character? Yeah, they um, yeah it was a, a different one. This they they had just an idea that they wanted it uh, a, a, a British voice and they wanted it to uh, to be a bit robotic and. I think one, sometimes when you go in for these auditions, uh, I think you just have to show your range. And I think that you have to show willing to just play with it. And, you know, you go in and you do one voice and they go, OK, yeah, that's great. Um, what about if you did this? And then and then you get to play. And that that voice sort of almost ended up sounding quite like a Dalek. We are the Krang, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Utilize the mesmeron. <laughs> um, That's and, awesome. That's great. And in my head, I'm thinking, gosh, that sounds like a Dalek. It just, it we will exterminate. <laughs> you know, uh, and then we playing around with the cadence of it and just, you know, we just messed up the cadence completely. So, you know, <laughs> it just sounded like and upside down um and uh and we came you know we we came to to a character voice that they like so yeah it's really just a, <clears throat> about going in there they they have an idea and a, and a rough sort of description of what they want and then i think you're you know you're there to to play and and to show them range and give them ideas too and then and then the voice evolves so yeah it was kind of nice that i didn't have to copy anyone and that the, the they sound very different, Krang, because I've heard quite a few new Krang yeah. uh, voices. Oh, yeah. and, um, the, you original know, one, the original one, he kind of sounded like, yeah, like Murder Face. Yeah, and... <laughs> like Lewis yeah, Black. Yeah, he really sounded like that. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's right. He yeah. did kind of they actually in the new uh, Nickelodeon show, Lewis Black plays a character called Spider Bites. He's a big wow. fat spider. He kind of sounded like Lewis, like Lewis Black with like dog shit in his mouth. <laughs> that's not a compliment. You were crammed in somebody's belly region, I think. You'd be pretty pissed off too. <laughs> 
Oh, that's a, that's fantastic, Jason. Jason, um, we have to uh, wrap this up in a few minutes. Where can everybody find yeah, you? What's that? Sorry. Where can everybody find you? Uh, JasonCanning.com. That's that's uh, you know that's where everything is. Small talk and uh, animation reels and stand up and um, videos. It's and a great site. Twitter, yeah. Oh, thank you. Twitter is Jason um, A. Canning at at Jason A. Canning. Yes. What does uh, the Jason A stand for? Uh, so it's Jason A for Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, my my father still thinks I should have uh, gone by Anthony Canning. Uh, <laughs> but hey, um, here I am, Jason Canning. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much thank for talking you. to us, man. Oh, pleasure, guys. Pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show. Anytime. Awesome. All right, man. Uh, when the show goes up, I will uh, send you all the links and everything to that. Fantastic. Thanks, guys, and have a great rest of your evening. You yep. too. Have a good one. one. Robin Slim Show. Hey, this is Julian. Julian. What's going on, Julian man? Langness. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing great, you guys. Appreciate you having me on. Thanks for coming on. And where are you from, Julian? Uh, Spokane, Washington. Okay, and your book, Fist Fights with Muslims in Europe, uh, Slim found it. Um, where'd you find it, Slim? I actually found it. I had told him uh, I'd been studying manliness, and I read this book called The Way of Men. And after I read that book, his book came up on Customers Also Bought, oh, and I like, loved the title, and I was like, oh, that oh, sounds really cool. Sounds so cool. I checked it out, read the description, and um, I, I finished reading the book, and I really liked it, man. Wow. Now, when you when you did this, like, did you plan on writing the book, or is it something that like came together along the way? No, that's a great question. I uh, I always, I've always loved writing my whole life. I always figured I'd you know end up writing. I was always trying to write. So I think you know m most experiences I had, I was are, are you know kind of looking at it from from a literary angle like that. Like, hey, would anyone read about this? You know that that sort of thing. But uh, no, I'd say I I kind of had the idea to write it just uh, a couple years ago. And and that book that you mentioned, the the Jack Donovan book, Way of Men, I'd say that was definitely a catalyst for it. I when I read that, it just you know just totally knocked me over. You know, just uh, his insights and the way it makes you think about everything with masculinity, and uh, obviously that was a, a, a huge influence on fistfights and sort of the way I viewed Europe and what's going on over there and my own travels there. So I'd say, you know, within like the six months after reading that, reading some other books that really sort of influenced me, that was when uh, the idea sort of germinated to to put it all on paper and I make a book out of it. Cool, dude. Cool. Now, um, when you first like, what did you? What made you do it in the first place? Did you go over to do that, or was it something you, like? Did you visit Europe and like witness something that uh, somebody was acting like rudely or out of control? Oh, like with the fights? No, I just, just hey, most of it just being like a self-destructive teenager, twenty-something, and it was, um, you, you know, I think it was. I think like a lot of people, um, like growing up, most of my childhood and teenage years, I was really terrified of fighting, and I think most people can relate to that. And then uh, I guess it's just one of those things, you know, at, at some point, um, uh, you know, I just sort of resolved to not to try to start fights or go around attacking people or anything. I mean, that, not like that, but just, you know, that if, if that was something that was going to happen, then to just dive into it and kind of kind of face that fear. So that that's something I... 
I talk about in the book and then traveling in Europe. I mean, it's, you know, and I think today it would be different. I mean, today there's like so many Muslims over there and they're just, you know, traveling around. But but when I was there, it was, you know, I just had a a few, not a ton, but just a few encounters, just like ones in America where, you know, you're at a bar or a party and someone just starts, you know, getting up in your face and, um, you know, it just escalates from there. So. Are there certain groups of Muslims that are worse? Are they like? Do they all practice the same? I'm or... have to say it's the Pakis from what I've what I've seen. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends. I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, there's lots of different kinds of Muslims. I mean, there's Sufi Muslims that are like, you know, pacifistic or or whatever. But I'd say, you know, most of the Muslims over there. I mean, it's interesting because you get some who are like these hardcore Salafists and, you know, they're like sort of the the Al-Qaeda types ideologically. But you get the other ones, like in that book I referenced uh, in in, uh, in Fist Fights, that book by Omar Nasiri, and he talks about that really just is dangerous for the West are all these dudes, these these Muslims in Europe who they're out there sniffing coke and, and, and you know, like prostituting women and that sort of thing. They're, they're total infidels, but they still hate white people and hate the West. And yeah. so really they're no different than the, the Salafists in that regard. I was shocked. I read the excerpt from the end of the book and where you said they're raping. Like that just yep. just shocked the shit out of me, man. Oh yeah, no, it's it's absolutely unbelievable, and I think um, I mean that's certainly something I put in the book just just because of its importance. But I think it's also just something that that people need to to understand as well. I mean, I think that those statistics and those facts more than anything really um, shed light on just how horrific the situation is over there. Yeah, I found it I, interesting too. Uh, he talks about how like um, in Europe, when these stories would happen and show up in the newspaper, they wouldn't tell you. That it was Muslims that would just yeah. say four teenagers yeah, rape they, a teenage girl. They still continue oh, to cover it up. It's like it's, really? it's like a big problem. The media, yeah, yeah wow. absolutely. I was told too. The Jews had told me like when the the France attack happened that there's towns like complete towns that the police don't even go to because well, they've overrun it. Yeah, and they do whatever they want. They'll kill anybody who comes in there. And, and they've shit. said that like um when they did the, the after the the Nice attack in France. Yeah. The media just said there was a truck attack. They didn't say... Wow. They didn't even say that there was a person driving the truck. They were just say a truck just a ran road over... A truck. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, the truck. way they, like, worded it. It's... Wow. <laughs> yeah, youths. That's always the adjective they use. Youths. Youths. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Julian, when did you uh, when did you first visit Europe? Uh, well, I went to Europe a few times as a little kid, like with my parents. We went to Sweden. We went. We spent, I think, like a couple, few months in uh, in Germany. So I'd kind of always traveled over there as like as a young child. But the first time I went, um, I was 16 or 17, and I was supposed to be an exchange student in Norway, and and I wanted to go to Norway because that's where uh, all my ancestors on my dad's side of my family had come from before they they immigrated to the United States. But I was supposed to be an exchange student over there, and it all fell apart. So I convinced my parents to just buy me a plane ticket over there, and I just, uh, during the summer, and I just flew over and kind of tromped around on my own for like a month. What is that your favorite place in Europe, Norway? Oh, Norway is uh, amazing, man. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, you know, it's got all the fjords and everything, so it's almost all coastline. It's like this little 
you, you know, gigantic little strip. It's not very wide, but it's the, you know, all coastline. Um, it, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's all mountains and stuff, trees, very Nordic. Um, I liked Austria a lot. It, it's pretty similar, but obviously no, no coastline. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's all great. I, I wish I could go there right now, spend, spend even more time. It's certainly my hope in the future. So I was going to ask, do you still visit? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't been there for about five years, just because of the demands of, of work, business, um, you know, starting a family, that sort of thing. I got married here in the last few years, had a, had our first child. Um, so, but that that's one hundred percent my goal, and then that's why I started the website too. I got a website called EuropeanCivilWar.com where I write about and sort of track what's going on over there, and it's definitely a top prerogative uh, getting back over there and just trying to keep analyzing what's going on and um, you know. Figure, figure out any little tiny way I can I can certainly do my part to help if possible so do you feel like there's something that could be done like what would it take to for them to take back their their countries well yeah it's a it's a that's a great question I mean and that that's sort of what what um, I mean what I talk about in the book but also on on the website certainly and I mean it depends I mean I think that certainly yet yeah, you we have to accept at this point that that some areas of Europe um, and I guess it could depend which ones, but at least some areas are, are probably gone for all intents and purposes. I mean, there's so many immigrants, and if you look to, I mean, a lot of times these governments in Western Europe, they'll, they'll quote the overall statistics and they'll say, well, you know, immigrants only make up X percentage of the population. But if you narrow it down to the, to the different demographic groups, in some of the countries, like within the, the zero to 18-year-old demographic, um, immigrants are already are fifty percent of the population. So, so on that on that you know younger tier, uh, it, it's really it's it's the statistics are already far different. But as far as um, you know what what hope there is, I mean, I think that there's certainly some countries like Poland and you know Czech Republic, Hungary, where there's there's basically no immigrants, and and the governments of those countries are very awakened and and aware of just how you know horrific western europe has it so they they they're pretty much saying no there's Shut no way we're yeah. not not going to accept any immigrants we're not going to commit suicide like you guys have and then for yeah. the western european countries there's some like germany sweden france where it, it's pretty darn bad and it's hard to see you know a best case scenario other than it, it eventually just kind of slipping into some kind of you know fourth generation warfare you know I, yeah. ethnic conflict yeah. um, but I wonder like is like, it something like, they plan like as taking over countries like I wonder like is this well, something they plan or is it something that just like developed that's how if you look into the history of Islam is that one of their... that's how they took over the Arabian Peninsula because the Ara the Arabs they used to be a pagan people they worship many different gods Muhammad came along first he went to the city of Medina that was a Jewish city he gained followers there he brought all his people there they outbred the Jews that were living there ones that were left they took over they butchered them all all the males that were like over 13 and up they just butchered cut their heads off you know just mass murdered them wow. then they went they raised an army and then they just would tack just take the caravans over. out of Mecca they destroyed all the pagans I mean, you can still find ruins that have, like, pagan statues that have the faces just smashed off them from wow. what the Muslims... They destroy That's history. That's what I'm saying. Like, is this, like, a greater plan that they had or something? It's definitely in their doctrine. Not not all of them practice it. But yeah. But there's definitely, like, the, the Salafists, the Wahhabists, 
They definitely are back to that. And are they like doing it here in the states? They. What? I'll I'll jump in. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think it's just kind of in their DNA, and there's even a term for it. It's sort of um, conversion through uh, what it, the term is the hijra, H-I-J-R-A. Yeah. It's like uh, conquering an area through immigration. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these refugees, you know, so-called refugees, when when you you actually ask them about their motivations, they'll reference that. They say, yeah, we're coming to make Europe Islamic. Um, in the U.S., I mean, you know, the, the, the percentage of Muslims is so much less. Yeah. I, I think that makes it sort of different from Europe, certainly. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's just, I, I think it's just sort of in their, in their cultural or religious DNA, the idea that, that they're sort of predestined to rule the world, that sort of thing. Wow. That's because I've always said, like, why come to these countries if you don't agree with their ideology and no, all that? Wanna... That's it. They just want to, they just want to, they... like push it on everybody and they did the same thing the country of lebanon yeah they were always arab but they used to be christians that was a christian country yeah they were always controlled by muslims but it was mostly christians there wow. during the israeli war they accepted a bunch of palestinian refugees, refugees and they just butchered like half the christians wow. and they were refugees that came over wow yeah so. wow has anyone come after you, Julian, for your book or or anything like that? No, I mean that's certainly something I'm, you know, uh, I was aware of or, or kind of vigilant. I mean, I've certainly had people react to it badly. I mean, obviously, it really goes in the face of sort of, uh, uh, you know, the, our accepted uh, PC way of looking at things, and and it's intentionally so too. I mean, I didn't write it to be a. Uh, you know, a nice little mainstream book that wasn't going to challenge anyone. But, but no, I mean, not not too badly. And I, and I think, you know, there's certainly, I mean, the book's kind of multifaceted too. I mean, it, it's not just like, well, you know, Islam bad, Islam evil, you know, white Europeans good. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, it almost, it really turns it around and it says there's there's a lot of stuff we could learn from the Muslims, yep. especially when it comes to like the, the masculinity stuff and the... Um, you know, just how decadent our societies have become and sort of yeah. degenerate. I mean, in a lot of ways, th- there are things that are, uh, I hesitate to use the word noble, but at, at least there's a lot of things that are useful for Muslims as sort of like a uh, cultural organism um, that, that our ancestors possessed that have just sort of fallen away in the uh, West. They want to the take it away generation. from us. They want to take emotion, anger, anything away like from from us as yeah, males especially yeah. slim and i were actually talking at work not too long ago about this too that i feel a lot of it too is that there's no trades anymore you know what i mean yeah like nobody that nobody there's, has anything nowadays that they can take pride in like there's no furniture anything. makers yeah. there's no you know nobody can look at a chair and say i That's, built that yeah. it's just we're it's consumers. you know exactly just it's consumers. it's just we take 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 and nobody has any pride you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's so hard to find a young person that has pride in, in their achievements nowadays. That's something that uh, Jack Donathan talks about. The other author uh, we were talking about, where he says that he wants like a job where he can dig a ditch, and there's really not many of them that, out there. Right? I, he's lucked. You know? I quoted that a few weeks ago. Just that that cliche line: "The world needs ditch dig ditch diggers too." Like, yeah, nobody wants to do that shit. Anymore. Right? Nobody wants to get out there and get their hands dirty or like, earn a living. Yeah. 
you guys should totally get get Jack Donovan on the show too. He, yeah, he's a a great great writer, and he talks about how it, you know in some ways these like traditional male activities like shooting guns, lifting weights, boxing, they've almost become like these. Uh, now these Check. things that that working class men can't do because it's like things you need to go pay money for, you know, like to to go to a shooting range or to go take boxing classes or or whatever. But yeah. but I think I do I do have hope in that regard though. I mean I think that hopefully at least we've sort of hit like uh, like peak degeneracy or or artificiality. And I think that um, you know I I I just don't think things can go on like this forever. And I think that those sort of uh, you know masculine attributes will will uh, have gain you know newfound importance going forward i mean i think there has to be kind of a, a pushback against you know just how things have developed over the last couple couple generations it seems like fear is keeping everybody inside mm. like video games and internet is making everybody just so much more le- so much less social they're yeah. just making everybody more antisocial and I've even seen it, like, in my line of work, I do mail order, like, fulfillment. And just the things people order, it's like, really? Like, I don't know. Like, are you just scared to leave the house? Or are you just lazy? Or is it everything? Is it everything? Yeah. Like, but, but, I mean, in a way, that's kind of the creative destruction, too. Because, I mean, you look at it, the countries that are sort of most like that, like Japan, for instance, uh, you know, I think it's sort of the epitome of this uh, really technological consumerist society where everyone, all the guys are just playing video games all night long. And they've just kind of ceased having children. So their birth rate is like, you know, half of what it needs just to, to keep the population even. So I think yeah. that it's just like evolution, you know, the societies that really succumb to that lifestyle are going to sort of die out and the societies like like muslims but like islam where they've retained that you know aggressiveness and uh sort of law of the jungle mentality are the ones that will um you know sort of gain ground and and gain power and then and then like i said then in europe it'll sort of be like um the europeans or or our people will either have to sort of uh, re-embrace that law of the jungle mentality and way of thinking or sort of die out as well and i certainly hope that it's the uh the former that uh occurs how do the europeans look on it like do they just sit by like is that how they see things like well i don't i mean i'm always super hesitant i mean i'm an american i haven't been over there in five years so i'm always hesitant to try to make it sound like like i'm coming off as this big tough american you know when i'm not even there uh because obviously there's countless europeans who are contributing you know, in a positive way, far more than I have or or I am right now. And there's a lot of extremely heroic Europeans who are putting their lives on the line. There's a lot of Europeans that are in jail right now because they've spoken out against uh, what's going on. But um, but I think that the problem in both countries or in both uh, you know in North America, in the U.S. and in Europe is that um, yeah I think since the 1960s we've just the the left or whatever you want to call it the elites have been so successful in, in indoctrinating um, people in this really PC sort of politically correct framework or mindset that I think uh, it, it, you know it, it takes a lot for people in both places to sort of awaken to um, the limitations or falsehoods of that manner of thinking. Yeah, there was something in your book that drove me crazy in the beginning where you were on a bus and there was a kid who was uh, playing his music really loudly and you got up and told him to please turn your music down and your friend who was with you was like pulling you down and she was like, we don't confront people in Europe. (laughs) 
Wow. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah, I actually like toned it down. It was even a little more ridiculous than that. And I, 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 I had it in the book like exactly what it was. And I was like, no, this just seems like I'm, I'm making it up. But it was, yeah, it was absolutely shocking for sure. I was going to ask too, are there any fights you look back on and they're just silly and, you know, in, you know, nowadays, now you just look back and you're like, that was just real silly of me. Oh, yeah, dude, like, I mean, pretty much all of them. I mean, I, <laughs> I, 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 I certainly don't think of it as some, like, you know, noble, heroic, self-sacrificial thing. I was just like I do, a, you know, ang angry young dude with too much testosterone, for sure. <laughs> I, I think, I don't know, like, I think well, you I, lived a life, you did something, you actually have something to, sh you know, I, talk about, to show, like, what were you I saying? I think, like, more more Western males need to be more like this, because now you're seeing these... I just feel like you took a stand. You you did something yeah. that means something. Like that's cool, dude. No, I mean I certainly don't regret it. And I mean, and I don't know. It was just like I said. I mean, I was always like really terrified of fighting. Like growing up and even into high school. I mean, I was around a lot of fights in high school. Like I grew up in this little logging town in Idaho. And I mean, fighting was definitely ingrained in the culture. You know, you go to keggers out in the woods and there'd be lots of fights but it wasn't until like my mid-20s that I guess I sort of uh just you know got that real uh sort of self-destructive urge or habit where it's just like you know what let's just do this and uh and then like I write about in the book it's like once you sort of really get your ass kicked you know once or twice then it's like you sort of feel like okay you know I, I figured it out I confronted this so you know I I feel good about it now I, you know I don't don't need to keep doing this over and over again were you going to say something, Pete? No. Oh, okay. Were you? No, I, I thought Keith had something. I was just going to say, too, just from, like, I told Slim, because Slim and our buddy Christian here, they had, a, like, a boxing match tonight. I just told him, like, just by sparring with my friends, like, that that teaches you how to fight. Like, just by the experience. Like, yeah. it really, it really does. Yeah, I think uh, once you learn that taking a punch isn't as bad as you think it's going to be, yeah. you kind of get over it a little bit. Yeah, or you learn how to react in that situation, like you know how to counter and all that. Like it, it definitely gets easier from there. Yeah, but I think going back to what you were saying earlier, I mean, I think that's another example. Like fighting, I mean, is it's something that I think all you know all young men used to used to get exposed to it growing up I mean you know you had to learn to defend yourself and yeah. uh, I think it was much more normal I think it's just something now where it's uh, you know we've just we're in this weird period of history where we've had so much prosperity and things have been so good that it, it, it just you know survival and self-defense haven't been issues for you know since yeah. at least uh, World War two so I mean I think that uh, you know it, it's just another kind of weird weird quirk of modernity for sure not everything can be treated like remedied with just words like yes also, you have to teach your kids how to fight i, I also feel like the europeans like they're kind of paralyzed because of what happened with hitler yeah you know i mean like, I, I was gonna I was like they that don't want to like they don't they're afraid that another wanna, hitler is yeah happens. they they want to stray from that they don't want yeah, anything close to that so definitely julian i was curious um going back when i brought up the uh scene on the bus where you told the kid to turn his music down you said it was more ridiculous than what you wrote in the book can you tell us what actually happened oh probably just the the social worker chick's uh response i mean she was like you know pretty hysterical about it and uh yeah yeah it, just a lot of stuff like it. it was just a complete uh culture shock it was interesting i i had another interesting story on 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 it was it was uh 
must have been the bus ride right after that, but I was on it, and uh, there was this, I was talking to these two dudes, they were like late 20s, early 30s, and uh, the one guy, the one guy pointed to his friend, he's like, yeah, this is totally unrelated to the book, I should add, this is like a complete tangent, but it was kind of funny, but he pointed to his friend, and he's like, yeah, this, you know your uh, American Idol competition, and I'm like, yeah, he's like, well, this guy right here, he's the Norwegian Idol, he, he won the Norwegian version, version of the competition, and I was like, oh, okay, and this guy, he, you know, he's like, has this big beer belly, and he has this gigantic, gigantic gap between his front two teeth, <laughs> like, absolutely huge, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever you say. Yeah, you guys think I'm the dumb American teenager. You want to mess with me? I get it. And he, and he kept saying like, no, this is the Norwegian Idol, you know. And he, and he told me his name. It was like Kurt Nielsen or something like that. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I get it, guys. I get it. But uh, but they were both pretty cool dudes. And I was talking to them for like, you know, the whole two-hour bus ride. Um, and I, at the end, like, I, they brought it up again. I was like, okay, dude, I'm sorry. I do not believe you. You guys can can mess with me. Where you know, whatever you want. And then anyway, two days later, I'm walking through a mall in Stockholm, and I see this six-foot-tall cutout of this dude <laughs> with the giant gap between his teeth, and he was the Norwegian Idol guy. And then, he ends up being, then he ends up being the world Idol guy when they have, like, the world version of that. So I always, I always wondered if he remembered me as, like, the, you know, asshole American teenager. That, that didn't believe amazing. That's amazing. That's great. Oh, man. Julie, we have to wrap this up, dude, but where can everybody find you in your book yeah well uh, the book is on amazon uh it's on kindle right now but i'm just i had actually meant to have the the hardcover and uh soft cover physical versions come out in july but the guy who i have format them ended up having to be gone for a month so the the hard copy will be coming out soon so they can just anyone can go on amazon.com and search for fist fights with muslims in europe one man's journey through modernity or google my name uh, julian langness and then the website is europeancivilwar.com and uh, they can also find a link to the book on there awesome dude right on awesome. thank you so much for talking to us julian Absolutely, you guys. Yeah, I love the show, and I very much appreciate you having me on. Thanks for coming on, dude. Take care, man. Have a good right. one. Talk to you later. Later, bro. It's really cool. Yeah. And we have one more. We do. Radio Ralph. <laughs> and there, by opening this envelope, you agree to read everything on every card and not press any charges nor any restraining orders. Do, do you look at him now? Or, or yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. He can rehearse. He can <laughs> get ready. He's our producer, and he's right here. All right, we'll guys. be back. Matt Bolas Podcast. All right, listen. The Matt Bolas Podcast brought to you by everything. Everything you love is anything you want. Anything you love is everything we got. So... Backslash everything. On this edition of the Matt Bolas Podcast, no. On this edition of Very Personal Podcast, the Matt Bolas Podcast. Mm, these are my babies. No, well, I did break two of y'all showers. Where's, uh, where's your new Ralph? Ralph! Ralph! Come on, Ralph! Where is. Is he standing us up? Is this the big joke? I think so. I think they're getting us back. Uh oh. oh I don't know. Pew pew. Uh -oh. Pew pew pew. Hey, hey. Maybe there's like a time difference or something.
I don't know. Did he block me on Twitter? I, I can't even find him. Ralph! Here he is. Ralph Vanegas Jr. Just waiting for you to call in, Ralph. Enter. Enter the dragon. Enter the castle. Where's that kid been? <laughs> Enter the castle! Has he been around? <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> oh, that kid's great. And by kid, I mean 30-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell Rob about your new friend, Slim? What? Uh, which one? Uh, I, it, does he even still work there? I don't know. I hope not. Oh. Robin Slim Show. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up, up Radio How you doing, dude? Not much, not much. Now, I wanted to know how you got the name Radio Ralph. Uh, actually, I was a uh, I was a big listener and uh, supporter of uh, local radio, and I, I knew a bunch of DJs in the area and, and everything, and uh, the guy that was uh. Oh, I thought they called you Radio Ralph because you were the only person in town who owned a clock radio. No? <laughs> huh. I do. I listen to radio pretty frequently, you know, so. Um, but no, I mean, I, you know, the, the guy that, well, actually, um, it was JC did. How are JC serial? He started, uh, you know. He started calling me, man. I'm, I'm like, hey, can I can I use that? You know, can 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 I like you know, uh, like market myself a little bit? You know, uh, one question's taking a half an hour. Do you have enough time for this? Because I know, like, you know, demographics and uh, radio. Oh wait, 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 wait! And, and, you know, listenership and all. How's listenership? Ralph, you still there? Yeah. Did we lose him? Oh, damn. Oh, no. What the hell? Hold on, Ralph. Hold on. Okay. It should be going. Are you there, Ralph? Ralph. I, I fucked. I told Slim not to touch anything. Can you hear us? Uh. Ralph. Hello? Oh, man. Did we lose him? Ralph. Can you hear us? <laughs> well, that didn't last long. We know it was me though. I was trying to. Like, I was trying. I couldn't mute my sound. Hello. Oh, Ralph, I'm gonna disconnect us. I don't know if you can hear me. Call us right back. Damn, dude. What are you doing to the board, Slambo? I I didn't touch the board. God damn it! Somebody was it me? Maybe my was it, some, was it something Jack. I said? Let me try. Just against this it a little like bit. Leader hosing or whatever this is. Oh okay. Right. Ralph. Hey, what's up? What's up? I'm sorry, dude. I think our intern was messing with the dials or something. Yeah, but... my scrotum, uh, my scrotum brushed against it a little uh, bit. Oh, it's a manly. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Fuck yeah. Now, how long have you been uh? The producing the exploded show. Uh, about, about uh six months. 
Who did it before you? Uh, they kind of just, uh, they, they, uh, Serial kind of handled, uh, the majority, uh, but, but, but they, but they would share, they would share responsibilities and stuff, but, but that was under the old show. Once we launched a new show, they said it, it was too much for two people to do, so they just, uh, reached out to me and said, hey, I, you know, you've been, you, you've been loyal to the show and everything, and, and would you want to, you know, help, help out and stuff, and, uh. Help, help produce the show. That's cool. Like, how did you earn that position? Well, I, I'm a blogger for the show. I do blogs and stuff, and uh, <laughs> and I, I do a lot. Of, I, I help out a lot uh, with the Facebook and stuff, and uh, and I just you know try try to do what I can to promote the show and stuff. And uh, they said, hey, you know, you've been loyal to to us and, and everything, and uh, you you've been with us the longest, and. and I mean, if you want it, you know, it's yours, you know. What was that? I I, I, I kind of feel bad making fun of this guy. Sambo, uh, <laughs> what, what are you What's doing? Do I... How many tooth do you have? <laughs> uh, I don't know if you Well, heard... I may have a little sling blade and me little, you know, Billy Bob Thornton, but I ain't no slim picking, you know what I'm talking about? I know, bro. <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, Ralph! Did you see me kick Slim's ass earlier? Well, you're next, pal. Is that on a card? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I open the envelope, so I'm. What is it? Legally. Legally bound. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just, it's, it's just show to show. You know, we we all cool. We all trying to do the same thing. You know. Yeah. Right. You know, get, get our name, get, yeah, get, our, yeah, get our name wow. out there and stuff. <laughs> Where do you see the show going in the next six months? Downhill was my guess. Uh, we hope to uh, try to, you know, get a national broadcast uh, network and, and, and get, a, get get on a network and, and you know, try, try to go to show. But the show's mm. going every month, and we keep gaining, gaining listeners. So. so, was that? That's how I feel. It's the kizzy bow bow. I just want to say that, uh, you know, JC and Serial, you know, they, they really like you guys. You know, we we, we like you. You know, y'all cool, do a cool show. We, we do a cool show. You know, we, we all just trying to do the same thing, you know. I agree. It's true. What, uh, did We're you all trying to do the same thing. What's up? Threesomes with Slim and Slambo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> what? <laughs> Now, yeah, I, I help out, you know, getting the guests and everything, and uh, trying to get everybody, get everybody booked and everything, and, and so. Now, how many guests? Like, what's the biggest guest you've gotten? Uh, we, we've gotten uh, Eddie Fitz from uh, Pitch Perfect, Pitch Perfect Two. Wow. Uh, he was in Pitch Perfect Two. Uh, Pitch Perfect. I got, I got an, I got an Australian artist that paints with his penis, uh, Picasso. <laughs> He did a uh, Picasso. He, did, he, he did a he did a painting of our logo and everything. So it's pretty a guy cool. Who did a painting? Now, now when trailers leaking, is it is it customary to stick your cock in the hole where the leaking <laughs> is coming out? So I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Well, I've seen dick prints in the sand. Is that like kind of like that Australian guy does? 
Is that the Australian dude that paints with his dick? Because yeah. I saw that guy one time. He was you pretty did. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Picasso, Picasso, yeah. He, he, Prica he, he, yeah, Picasso, cool. yes, yes. Yeah, That's the cool. guy. He's pretty cool. cool. That Australian dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to do this one. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> How did you reach out to him? Uh, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. And I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure he, he'd be happy to come on. Cool. Oh. I think he'll come on. <laughs> Is it true that you've never taken a bath ever? Because somebody just handed me that. That's a question. There's the cat again, man. He's just handing yeah. index well, cards to people. It to doesn't read. matter if you're in South New Jersey or in Texas. You know, we're, you know, everybody's got hygiene. You know what I'm talking about? That's true. Oh, Everyone's true. got issues. It's definitely yeah. true of uh, <laughs> Burlington <laughs> County. Can't do it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Were you born or just conceived in a porta potty? No comment. Touche. Pete, I was born in one. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Chipotle. <laughs> now, what is that? Um, what a bean. Do you work <laughs> at all? Like, do you have another job, or is do the? Explorer I'm a college again? student. A what? A college student. Oh, college student. What are you studying oh. in college? I'm just finishing my basics and stuff, and bakery. Trying to get my associate and all that. Cool, man. Good, good for you. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, how many times a day do you fuck your sister? That that may be how it goes down in South Jersey, but you know, not going down in Texas. I don't have a sister. <laughs> it goes down in Western I'm... South Jersey. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, lonely. that's not Pine Barrens. <laughs> Past bats, though. <laughs> yeah, I heard the Batstow area is is the worst for <laughs> it's, a lot of. We're exploded it. And we embrace the absurd. <laughs> no. JC and Serial do a good job of putting their own spin on things. We cover news events, current events, you know, pop culture, politics, all that good stuff. You know, we just try to have a fun show every week. And have do they send you out on the street to do interviews? I feel like that would be a cool thing to do. Yeah, it's been it's been an idea that's been kicked around a few times, but we just you know hadn't. Do uh, it now. Do you own your own toothbrush or toilet paper? Because uh, I own my own. I personally own my own toothbrush, but sometimes I gotta beg for toilet paper. I use my socks every now and then. <laughs> Have you ever used a sock to wipe? I had to cut the back off of one of my shirts one time. <laughs> get down! Get down! <laughs> get down! Get down! What do you do for fun, Ralph? Because I'm just a sports know. guy. I just try to, you know, cowboy fan, you know, and, uh, you know, just like to, I do sports. I like, I like to watch while you do, do sports, you know. What, sports? And of course, but, you know, doing, doing stuff for the show, like blogging and, and producing and stuff, it takes a lot of my time after school, so I don't have a lot, too, too much free time, you know. Do you play any sports radio, Ralph? Yeah, you should get into sports radio. 
Uh, I actually reached out uh, about a year ago, and there, there wasn't anything available at the time. But I'm gonna I'm gonna explore that option. I like oh, trains. Oh, like trains. Are there a lot of trains down there? Uh, about average. About average. What's that mean? Did you ever run a train on your sister? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> this dude is not all there. I don't know where that one came from. I'm telling you, it's this fucking cat, man. No, he just tried to bite me, too, when yeah. I said that. Man, why'd you say that about Rob? Rob is there. <laughs> Fast. And furious. What are your favorite movies? The Show. Auga. What kind of movies do you like, Ralph? I'm not a big drama guy. I'm not a big. I, I'm more comedy. I like comedy. I like. Uh, Who's your favorite comedian? Like I said, I, 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 like, I like sports, sports movies and stuff. Sports. Like, Who's your favorite comedian? A lot of guys in their locker room, in the showers. <laughs> yeah. Whole nine yards. I, so. uh, I got a whole bunch. I like a bunch of comedians. I like a bunch. Wait, sports? Cool, uh, he said uh, he likes comedy movies. So I asked him how many. Well, oh, what comedians he likes. That's right. I like Larry the Cable Guy, Jeff Foxworthy. You I'm know, not Gabriel surprised. <laughs> Why am I not surprised by that at all? Gabriel Iglesias, uh, Kevin Hart, you know. What about Ron White? What about Ron Burlington? Yeah, <laughs> Ron Burlington. He's my favorite. He is. Have you ever heard him? Who? Ron Burlington. Uh, no, I haven't. Oh. He's a... he, he comes in every now and then. Yeah, he was yeah. a retired school teacher. Originally, he uh, was born... Ron in... Burlington is a retired special ed teacher from Mastic, Long Island. Cheese is his mildly retarded co-host and life mate. Together, they are Ron and Cheese. Let Ron and Cheese's story inspire you tonight. I will remember you. Hi, y'all. This is the Ron and Cheese Show. How y'all was doing in that? Hi. Hello. Hello. Who's on? I'm good. I'm here. I'm here. Who? Hi, Chase. <laughs> Hi, Ronald. Who are we? So we, we're we interviewing Radio Ralph tonight. Who's Radio Ralph? He's the original Radio Ralph, the one and only. Who is Radio Gaga? <laughs> Who's writing so hard? Pinecone. Oh, that's yeah, just. Yeah, uh, that's what I said. That's just Hollywood. Check us out. Explodedit.com. We're on Facebook. I exploded, exploded it out it. of my asshole. After Twitter Ron at Exploded59. We're on YouTube at Exploded It. I retarded it, show. YouTube.com. I exploded did that. <laughs> check out the Exploded Show. Exploded you check that out. This is the Chase and Ron wow. show. Did he hang out? He hung out yeah. well, that, that, that was, that was awkward. <laughs> that was painful. Like, 
I feel like that dude's like the retarded puppy. I feel like they like from from like from like across the street. You're like, oh, look at the puppy. Oh, and then it gets closer. You're like, no, oh, get the fuck get away the fuck from away me. He's got like, arms and cataracts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like it's okay from a distance, but once you get close, you're like, uh. uh no. That cat's missing a lot of hair and has scabs everywhere. <laughs> like, let's not pet that thing, guys. <laughs> Wow! First Frankie and Ron and Cheese of the season. Tis the season, motherfucker. Ron and Cheese just came out of nowhere. And, yeah! And boxing. What else could you ask? Where did we get all those, like, pre-recorded, like, clips of, like, Ron Burlington speaking? (laughs) Dead. I don't know. He's dead, you know. Is he back? Like, did he fake a death? Actually, what you guys didn't see is I busted out the, uh, the spirit box. I'm really confused <laughs> right now, as I think is Radio Ralph. I'm pretty sure he's... But when he gets to his sister's house, it'll be all right. <laughs> we definitely got to have... We definitely got to have, like, Indian Chief of Wapaho like, giving, giving random people... I'm uh, surprised. Uh, Joni or the Chief, maybe they passed out. Maybe they, maybe they can't get service where they are. I'm surprised nobody called. To get in on that. Well, I, I've heard Chief Awapaho has been having some uh, drunk. Oh, episodes. Yeah, that's like a that's, that's like a big problem with those people, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, those cue cards, those flash cards were awesome tonight. I don't know who wrote them, but <laughs> somebody is really fucking funny yeah. Yeah. and has a pen. Has a pen. And cue flash cards. And Christian is the only one holding a pen right now. So. Oh. I blame it all Ooh, on him. Christian, why were you writing those things? I don't why know. did you why did you write for <laughs> you us? Did to write ask? I did read the one you wrote. <laughs> the dude write? is like <laughs> the dude is not on <laughs> It was supposed to be like a note just for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy was a few few fries short of a happy meal. He was a Jabberald. Oh. He's in college. How do they How the that must be low in Kentucky or where is he from? Especially nowadays with all that political correctness. That's it. That's why we're failing. Because those guys. How long have you produced the retarded (laughs) (laughs) Well, if those guys didn't hate us before, they hate us. Pew pew. I'm waiting for the next show about the show. The next show about I wish us. I could just do shows about shows. I right. just don't have the time to do my own show. <laughs> so, whatever it takes. <laughs> we'll leave you with All this. Right. We should sign off. I think Ron and Cheese should sign us off. Sounds like a good idea. Hey, yo, ladies and gentlemen. This was the Robin Slim Show. Take me to the park! I can't settle down, Chase. I got that all right, Baskin Robbins. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. He forgot to take his medicine. I called him spitting his medicine out earlier. You spit it all over my back. But with that, that, that that's enough lies and tall tales, Cheese. And with that, the Robin Slim Show signing off. Ron Cheese? Or are we? You can sign us off, Cheese. Go ahead. I don't know where the board went. Right below you, Chase. Oh, I'm falling You're, asleep. I'm here. right below you. And then comes Zippy right. Zappy. See you next Zip. week. Okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down.